Hello, listener. Thanks for pressing play. You picked a good one. On this episode of the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we kick off 2018 by taking a look back at the superhero genre last year. Friend of the show, John Bellotti Jr. joins us as we rank the superhero movies of 2017, plus take a look ahead and discuss what superhero films we are most excited for this year. And we got an audio comment to share. I love when we get these. We need more. All of this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, January 4th, 2018. Check. Check one. All right. This is for all you fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock and be nerded. Be funny. Disturb it. Jock and be nerded. Spoiler alert. Oh yeah, what's up, listener? Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Uh, you can't see this, but I was dancing in my seat like an idiot. Ugh. My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. Jock and nerd. What do you like? What do you like? Square dancing in your seat? What kind of dancing does Imran do? I was doing a very lame uh, in the club What's, what's a dancing. cool dance for you? I don't know. It's a lot of just bouncing. It's in between like Indian bhangra dancing you see in Bollywood and like uh, break dancing. And then you just being naked and like thunder clapping your nuts against your taint. Yeah, sure. That's yeah. is that what that sound was? I think oh, it was. Shit, uh, I've seen it. <laughs> also joining us over there in the corner, you can smell him from where you're sitting, listener. It's everybody's favorite felty American, Rug Boy. Good Earth to you. How's it going? What's up, dudes? How's it going? Very good. How you feeling today, Rugs? You, you old? Yeah, it's cold as shit out it's there. Everybody's hero. Yes, it's cold everywhere. And then also joining us, oh, another special guest. It's a guy that when he's not painting sets on NBC's The Blacklist, when he he's when he's not doing kick-ass Vector Godzilla illustrations at Robo7.com. Who's Hector? Hector, not Hector. <laughs> he's here joining us on the show, uh, calling out all of Hollywood's bullshit. Of course, it's everyone's favorite New Yorker, John Bellotti Jr. What's oh, up, John? Hola, guys. Como esta? It's cold as shit everywhere in this country. You know, Rugs. Yeah. Wait, what? One thing about being yeah. cold. I know, yeah. we, we were having the below zero, and like today, which is Thursday, January fourth, it was like yes. fifteen degrees. I yes. walked outside. I was like, it's pretty warm out here today. I was just telling them <laughs> the other day. I went outside and I was like, wow, this is great. Yeah. I wonder how. And it's like twenty five degrees. Yeah. I'm like, this feels fucking great. 25 degrees. Rugs, I'm most concerned about you because I know puppets and, and space heaters uh, are not a good combination. It's pretty dangerous. It's, it's I, a I dicey know, situation. I know a lot of your family. You've lost a lot of your family. You know, when from uh, those. You gotta, first thing you got to be aware of is like when plastic gets too just too close to yes. a heater, yep. it starts to crinkle. You don't even need to stand so like, next to yeah, it. Yeah, so I've singed a little bit of my hair already. Oh, no. It's all like hard and plasticky on yeah, one side. Don't worry. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll add it to my look. We got to fluff, fluff that out. Now, if you are a new listener, thanks for checking out the Jock and Nerd podcast. This is the part of the show where I attempt to come up with a tagline to explain to you really quickly what we do here. Now, regular listeners of the show will know this has kind of been problematic. <laughs> Because we had one initial tagline. It was something comic book, something curator bullshit. Very cringy. Anthony did not like that one. Right, Anthony? 
that's not that I don't like it. I just I find it funny you say interviews and we haven't done an interview. Well, in so that long. was the then I modified it to like real simple catch line. Here's what you get when you subscribe to the show, comic book and superhero TV and movie news reviews and interviews. And we used to do a lot of interviews and now I'm catching shit for that because uh well I don't know there hasn't been a lot of interviews so, we have yes which is like we we talk to them correct now we got a what's speak- the last one we had Mike Rips <laughs> Mike and that's Rips. still it's still marked <laughs> in your brain it's still burned into your skull I wasn't even on that show we're still quoting I, it I still quote that shit I'll tell you when we have interviews they're fucking memorable uh, that's for sure <laughs> you'll be quoting that shit for years we got an audio comment finally oh shit I was so happy from one of our awesome listeners, Patreon supporters, truck driver John Seifert. And usually we, I play this feedback at the end of the show, but he has advice for us about our tagline. Here it is. Hey, guys. It's John Seifert calling you proud Patreon supporter of the show. Big fan. Big fan. Hey, I've got an idea how to solve your problem. You know how in the beginning of every show you say news, reviews, and interviews – And we all know the interviews never actually happen, or rarely anyway. So instead of saying that, you say news, reviews, and whatever we choose. And then this way, anybody wants to go on a tangent about Trump or whatever you want to talk about, boom, you're all set. Okay, now I'm still working on a solution for Imran's male pattern baldness and rug boy's erectile dysfunction. All right? But uh, those problems will be solved at a later date. For right now, this is a freebie. Okay. Oh. Take care, guys. Love your show. Bye. Am I gonna have to pay for like boners now? <laughs> yeah, John I, I figures love, it out. John, thank you so much. I love John. He's a big fan and a great listener. And I, you know what? I like that news reviews and what you choose. I like and I that. think he, I think he wants us to talk about Trump. And whatever we choose, <laughs> whatever we choose. So we may run with that. Thank you so much, John, for being an awesome listener and supporter and contributor. So this show is what we're gonna do. You seen the title? I like it. Yeah, I really like that. It's 2018, well, everybody. Why we, when did we imagine, mention your male pattern baldness? Well, we I think we did. I, it's you know, always mention it. I think it, every it, episode. Yes. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> At his head. Come on. It is oh, that's right. Head. Head. Everybody knows you rub my bald spot for good luck, Anthony. That's he true. still does that. I do do the. I do rub your bald spot. It feels yeah. like kiwi. And then he smells it. And then he smells his fingers. And then I smell my fingers. And, that's yeah, correct. I think and then once, I stick them up my butt. <laughs> Anthony's on a. Uh, never mind. I'm not even going to go there. Uh, I can't explain. I can't explain what he's doing at work. Uh, but no, we've definitely at least once an episode. My male pattern baldness comes up on the show. So, anyways, what we're doing this show this week? We will be ranking the superhero movies of 2017, the six major ones we reviewed, and then we'll take a look ahead and see what we're excited for next year. Oh. Right before we do that, though, if you are a new listener, uh, I gotta uh, uh, let you know where you can find the show. We are now on Spotify. We're new to the Spotify land, and if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and click and share it out and and stuff. Uh, there. So what happened was there was only a hundred episodes on Spotify, and I noticed this, and David Malofsky pointed it out, and there I had to fix a setting. So now all the episodes are on Spotify. Nice. Yes, nice. and you can find us everywhere else you can find podcasts, like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, Player FM, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn, and all these smart home speakers that are listening to your every uh, thought and sending it back to the government, like Alexa and the Amazon Echo. Just ask it to play the Jock and Nerd podcast, and it probably will. And then they the government have to can do, listen to us? And the government will be listening, and those devices are your robot slaves. They have to do what you tell them. Do it. <laughs> And also, final one final program note, Anthony will be out next week. Anthony, you going taking a little vacay, a little holiday? What's going on? I am. Where, where, what are you going doing? Going on a cruise. Oh, oh really? Oh. But mm. 
It's not what you think. Okay. The cruise is called Holy Ship. <laughs> okay. It's just a big party cruise. So it's basically like six or seven stages. That's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's well, what else cruises be. are. I've been on a real cruise. Oh, you have. And oh. they're not like what I, I they're going to be the this is going to be the exact opposite of what this what I was on prior. Is there food on this cruise? Food, yeah. Are there uh, stops or are you just like on the boat the whole time? It goes from Port Canaveral, Florida to like some private island for a I- private island party. Fire Island? Th- is this another Fire no, Island thing? No. I don't think you want to go there. No, no, no. This <laughs> is established. And there's like six or seven stages on the boat. So it's just going to be a big party. Is that an time. EDM cruise? It is. EDM oh, hip hop. EDM hip hop house music. All sorts Deep of stuff. Water. Hey, maybe you'll see David Zika there. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, he, he is in Florida. He's right he's a, there. He loves the EDM. For this uh, one, I don't want to see him. Tell Zeke I said hi, Anthony. He's buying right. his ticket right now. <laughs> <laughs> he is on the computer looking for the cruise that Anthony's on, and you will be talking to him the whole time. The jock going on cruises must be nice. Do it. Well, have fun. Do it, Zeke. And uh, let's get to uh, the ranking. The Jock, jock and Nerd Podcast. Listen, if you want to get involved in the show, if you want to send us your audio comment, just like John did, we'll play it. Just visit our website, jockinner.com slash contact is the page that has all of our social media links, our links to our awesome Facebook group, SpeakPipe email. Uh, and I got to welcome a new member just today joining the Facebook group. Uh, welcome, Michael McNutt. I call shenanigans on this name. Yeah, I knew somebody was going to say that, and I thought the same thing. I, once I welcomed him, I was like, wait a minute. Is this someone just fucking with us because he wants to hear me say Michael McNutt uh, seriously? So, But then I was like, this is Facebook. You can't fake out the Facebook. They don't let uh, non-real people on there. So I did a little digging. Michael, turns out, it's pretty cool. He is a co-founder of uh, the All-Star Comic-Con that takes place in June in Virginia. Whoa. You can find out more information at theallstarcomicon.com. Uh, and there what is you go. he? Oh, co-founder? Co-founder of this Comic-Con that's got cosplay. Uh, uh, I looked up. They have one cool person. It's got there's a cosplay. Cool person. Really? It's, there's a, wow. There's a lot at of cosplay. Comic-Con? It's a lot You're of cosplay. Dude. So, Sign me this, up. Dude, you know who's going to be there? The guy who plays the Night King from Game of Thrones. Geek Boner. Vladimir Furdik. <laughs> Slovak actor who currently plays the Night King. Oh man, I hate I hate shitting on our new listeners, but you're uh, like this is just typical like Comic Con shit. Hey, we, ha- we have wait. we have the guy that did the makeup for Godzilla in 1973 coming out. Anthony, you're ruining, you're blowing up the Don't spot. Don't say that in front of John; he'll get pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Do not belittle any Godzilla things. <laughs> Anthony, I was going somewhere. You're gonna blow up my spot. Just follow me for a second. All right. Michael? I'm looking at this list. Okay, that's fine. Michael, All Star Comic Con, Virginia in June. The first shout out, Michael, is free. Thanks for joining the group. Now, we can plug Ooh, your Ricky you, the Dragon Steamboat. We can uh, we can continue <laughs> to promote the Comic Con. If you sign up for the Patreon, uh, you'll get another shout out. And maybe uh, we got listeners in the Virginia area. Maybe you sponsor a show or two. Maybe we get the word out. We can officially. Squawk about this every show if you want to officially if, sponsor if, if us. That, if that sounds like something you want to do, uh, Michael. Yeah. Gather You're... up some enthusiasm for uh, a Ricky uh, the Dragon yeah. Steamo. Oh, Anthony will fake it. But look, I'm just throwing it out there. Just like throwing sponsorship ideas out there. That's it. That's all. Thanks for listening, Michael. Oh, and then the other thing I want to start off this whole ranking looking back at uh, 2017 superhero movies with an article Bilotti posted to our group, John. Do you still here? Yeah, I'm still here. 
<laughs> I'm just listening. John's always quiet at the beginning. He's got to get his. Yeah, you got to get him ramped up. You, yeah, you guys got to do your whole intro shtick, and but then I come in. There's a whole in bunch of things, but John, I really, I, I like this article. Uh, I thought we could kind of lead with this just to take a look at the industry headline: U.S. movie ticket sales in 2017 were lowest in 25 years. Uh, it says fewer tickets were sold at U.S. movie theaters in 2017 than any year since 1992. According to Box Office Mojo, uh, last year, 1.239 billion movie tickets were sold, which is a mild drop from 2016, just under 6%. But 10 years ago, uh, they were selling more than 1.4 billion tickets. You guys, is this streaming media starting to uh, take a bite out of uh, the movie monies? I would, I would say so. I mean, obviously, that's probably a big factor. I also think that it's gotten to the point with movies where unless a movie feels like an event, right? there's no reason to go to the theater. No, there really isn't. There's, I, there's a lot of factors that are involved in this. Yeah, it's not just one thing. Because you could have said video yeah. games. Like video games could have had a hand in that like five years ago, you know, when Grand Theft Auto was coming out. And, you know, I just think it's not, well, what was my comment? Make better movies? I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's it's, also part of it. I don't it, know is, if that'll do it either. But I, don't think, right. I, don't, I think it's the movie. There's got to be like this hype. Like Star Wars obviously has that, but like Wonder Woman had that. Logan had that. Justice League did not have that. Yeah. You know, like the, there's yeah. movies that yeah. just felt like, oh my gosh, everyone's talking about it. I, I have to go see it. Sure, the event movies. But yeah. That, but that's fewer and fewer movies now are, are mm. like that. And those low level films are not are not getting any love. Well, the the article ends with them saying how. Was it Star Wars, Jumanji, and the greatest and the show Beast. on earth? Yeah, yeah, Beauty and the Beast. They sort of came in at the end and sort of bumped up the uh, overall ticket sales or something. Wasn't that part of the, uh, the article? Like they were like, yeah. "Oh, it's, yes, it's, Jumanji it's, and the Greatest Showman help keep the year's final gross relatively." I heard strong. Jumanji's actually pretty decent. It it took over the first place spot from uh, Star Wars this weekend, uh, surprisingly. So yeah. It, yeah, it's got a strong. I have show. a hard time believing that movie's good, but whatever. Like I mean, I'm, I'll watch it if it's on cable. I'm kind of curious, dude. Karen Gillan looks hot. There's a redhead uh, girl there. There's a redhead girl. She's a redhead. <laughs> in. I like the redheads. He's sticking his butt. <laughs> well, listen, like the whole thing with the movies is you got all this competition. Of course, you know you yeah. got the streaming. You got people stealing shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. You got, uh, yeah. you got the bootlegs. Yeah. You got the fact that all of these people are getting fatigued out of these movies. Like they're like they've seen them one. They've seen them all. Yeah. And. uh I don't know. It's just weird. It's just the the hype. Like, yeah, the hype has to be built up, and it just it's crazy. I mean, I think this is the future. I think Anthony, I think you're right. Like in the future, it's going to be only big budget ten poles in the movie theaters, and your streaming networks platforms are where you're going to find your indie indie guys and your experimental and your you know. When's the last time you went to the movie for like a non ten pole? Yeah, that's, that's my point. This year, I saw The Big Sick, and that's why. Well, I think I, you, that's of course, you're going to one of the best movies of the year. That's uh, like an me. Imran movie. That's like of I, course I know, you're going to go. Yes. yes. I have if they not. made Rugboy the movie, I would go, but it wouldn't <laughs> they, be a big... You know. They literally made Imran the movie. The last yeah. non-tentpole movie I saw was The Town. Wow, that was that a while was a, ago. Yeah, yeah that wow. was a number See? of years ago. And that, that was that's, like years that's my... Ago. That's my generation now yeah yeah and that so that's the trend uh so we'll get we'll get into all what all the monies these movies made uh and uh it's just uh this is the future this is it is a growing trend but before we start talking about the movies i gotta get issue this strap yourselves in you fucks spoiler time <laughs> 
So, look, the six movies we're going to talk about, this is what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the six movies in chronological order. Real quick, mini reviews. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll rank the movies. And then uh, we'll talk about what we're excited for this year in 2018. So, the movies in question, these are the six we reviewed this year. Logan, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Justice League. And I got to say... You look at these movies, pretty solid uh, year of movies for uh, superhero genre here, uh, in my had, opinion. I think we had the whole spectrum, actually. Yeah. We got yeah. Uh, we had, well, not BVS bad, but we had bad. We had Nothing okay. that bad, yes. We had good, and we had, like, really good. All of these movies entertaining to some degree. Yeah, I would yeah. say right? so. I feel like that, like, we're, they were all kind of in the serviceable area. Like, I don't think that anyone was, like, great. There was ones that were approaching greatness. But, That's, yeah. And yeah. then there's none that was, like, complete dog shit. They right. were approaching dog shit. Yeah. So, yeah. uh... That's that. That's a pretty good, actually. Yeah, they all fall yeah. in the in the yeah, middle. Yeah, I guess you're right. That, that means they yeah. were all kind of pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. They were just like, yeah, they weren't. Uh, as I said, it, it wasn't as much as peaks and valleys as last year. I mean, look what we got here. We have an end of an iconic character. We got an introduction of a new character to the MCU. We got two movies with Wonder Woman. Uh, we got the our first female heroine. Uh, lots of stuff here. And to me, each of these movies had something they needed to do. To be successful, and that's kind of how what plays into my rank when we get to the rankings. Let's begin with Logan. Mr. Logan. Jesus. Please, we need a ride. Not available. Call a cab. My name is Gabriela I don't want to know your name, lady. There are men after us. We need to get out of here. Go north. Cross to Canada. Anyone can do that job. I'll give you $50,000. How did you find me, huh? Because you're fucking up my life, lady. People after you, they're on my ass now. Sightings were posted. Laura, what, go inside. What sightings? People said someone looked like the Wolverine was in El Paso driving. Said he looked old. It came out March 2017 from Fox, directed by James Mangold. Rotten Tomatoes score 93%. Average aggregated score 7.9 out of 10. Mm. This, this movie had an opening weekend of $88 million. May, had a domestic run at $226 million, Worldwide, $616 million on a $97 million budget. So, a uh, good start to uh, uh, the, the, the superhero season. Mini review, guys. What do you guys think of Logan? Well, it's it's got the best score uh, of any, all, the, all the other movies. Oh, that's true. And uh, I feel like that it was it worked the best as a movie. It was um, for me. I thought it was uh, well done on a lot of different levels. It was written well, acted well. Um, it had emotional weight to it. The action sequences were a little bit lackluster to me, but I mean, in this type of movie, it's okay. Because there's so much other things working for it that the action doesn't really need to carry it as much. So with that said, I think it was a, it was a pretty solid move. Uh, Bilotti, yeah. I argue that this is an almost flawless superhero movie. This is the movie Hugh Jackman took a pay cut to keep the R rating. And uh, wow, what an exit. Do you think it's close to perfection? Actually, I'm, I'm reading what I wrote, like the notes for myself, and... It's pretty low on my list. Really? Yeah, it is. I think for basically it comes down to 
I was never really fully behind the X-Men films. So mm. Wolverine, I felt, was just like, I felt like this was too, what was it, 17 years too late, this movie. And uh, the directing was phenomenal. Well, I wouldn't say phenomenal. The directing was very good. The music was good. The acting was great. But um, I didn't like the clone. You know, that didn't really do it for me. The way he died, I wasn't really into it. Um, you know, that's... I would agree with that. That yeah. would be my one critique of the movie, too. Like I said, I thought it was near flawless. But I watched a lot of these again. So I've seen all of them twice, except for Justice League. And at the end, I was like... Mm, I don't know about the X-24 twice. Uh, it would have been nice to have seen Sabretooth tie that back in. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking, too. Yeah, That, that would have been a home run. Anthony, uh, how high uh, praise do you give this movie? I, I really like this film. Despite the X-Men being mishandled in the past, I, this film, as it's on its own, was just a, a really solid film. Really, really well acted. Um, I thought Hugh Jackman and... Uh, What's that guy's name? Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Patrick Stewart and the the child actress, whatever her name was, Daphne Keene. Unbelievable. Yeah, they were all all really good. Um, good on its own, just not even just being a superhero movie, but just being a good movie. I agree. The uh, clone thing was a little repetitive, especially since we've seen um, him fight other kind of Wolverine like characters before. So that that was kind of repetitive. But um, overall, I really enjoyed the uh, the brutality of it. Um, I was just kind of unchained. Uh, there was swearing, but it felt like it wasn't swearing just a swear. It just felt like this was the world, and uh, I really enjoyed this film. I, I I don't really have much many complaints about it other than the uh, the villain. Yeah, no, I fucking yeah. love this movie, and uh, a lot of you said it took seventeen years, but I, I I'm glad it took seventeen years for us to finally get a Wolverine uh, on screen like we wanted to see just the violence and the bl finally blood on the claws. He's fucking stabbing people through the head. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was uh, amazing. Uh, unbelievable. Chopping well, off limbs not, and we, arms. We, the thing is that we might not ever get that again now that Disney's buying Fox. Mm, they're they're yeah, not, yeah. not going to do it again. So it's like you gave it to me at the very end and that's all, like, that's all we're going to get. So that's why I'm like, yeah, it was good, but it's just like a, I don't know, a cock tease, I guess. <laughs> no, I thought That's it was the best way to describe it. I think it's a perfect exit for Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I think that was a yeah, good exit for him. For him. Yeah. yeah, and uh, like, I have shit. a lot of like baggage when it comes to Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like he should be like you know like five foot something, hairy and unattractive, and uh, <laughs> he should be like kind of like that Frank Miller Wolverine that I used to read when yeah, I was a little. Yeah, kid. but you can't deny Jackman but, owned so, this role. But yeah. What Jackman did was he, against all odds, against everything, like won me over yeah. because he really loved being Wolverine mm, and yeah. he, di he did it justice. So even though he's like a six foot two Wolverine, uh, which doesn't make any sense, he would be <laughs> a bear. Um, see, he won me over. And that's that's something that's like not easy to do. Yeah. To win Rugboy over. It doesn't, yeah, I, it doesn't happen. I want to <laughs> piggyback on that, too. That I think that's a big reason why I like this film is you can see just the amount of passion with the director and with you, Jackman and, and Patrick Stewart for the characters and just making this movie like we're going to go as hard as we can on this because this is the send off we want to give him and we want everyone to remember. Like you can tell they're not phoning it in. I, I feel like. No, they're fully invested and right. they set up uh, Daphne Keene, who's just so good. She barely has any lines and she is amazingly expressive. I wish we would have got a shot of Wolverine in his costume. Because yeah, we've had every other Wolverine. like we've had Jackman as every other Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. We've had him in like in like the Weapon X shit. We've had him. 
That's in true. the fucking black leather. We've That's had true. Him. Everything but the yellow or the yeah. black and gold or the black and That would have been the one thing that I would have just thrown on just for a, a gag. I mean, remember they even shaved his beard into like his sideburns as a joke at the end, the kids. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how you would have fit that in. Well, they Maybe. had a, a teaser at the end of The Wolverine. Oh, it was in which, the case. In the, in the, yeah. yeah, where it was in the yeah. case. Yeah, I don't know why they have never, never did that, but. They're going to do it now, though. I they're, oh, they're definitely, they're, while that Disney yeah, has oh, it, they're yeah. definitely going. Oh, yeah. that, they're yeah. definitely doing if it. If he's now. showing up in the MCU. It'll be that he, era of Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. But to, to close out his his reign, uh, the, just a fucking awesome movie. I still, I watched it again, and I was like, God Not to side tangent this too yeah. much, but the, the Disney one has to have a Wolverine that is a little guy, right? No, uh, what do you mean? Like, size-wise? Size-wise, yeah. Eh, he, he, not necessarily. I mean, unless Hugh, Jack, unless Hugh Jackman comes back, like I, just yeah. go go with the actual size of Wolverine. They're in a predicament now when because all the people that have seen Wolverine, want reckon, you back. It, well, they just they just know of him as being this big menacing right, dude, they're familiar right, with right, that right, body right. type. So now they're gonna be like, "What the fuck did you do to my Wolverine?" Even though you're like, "That's the way he's supposed to be, asshole." If you show him <laughs> a short, squatty Wolverine, it may be just too hilarious to take seriously now. Yeah. Yeah, kind of rude. It's just Josh Gad is Wolverine. <laughs> Josh Gad would make a great Wolverine. <laughs> no. uh, Zach Galifianakis is Wolverine. He's oh, got the furry go. beard. He's got <laughs> <Okay>. the height. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> what? You look like Mary Poppins. Is he cool? Hell yeah, he's cool. I'm very poppin', y'all! The next movie to come out was in May, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2, from James Gunn, the sequel. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes score, 83%. Aggregated score, 7.2 out of 10. Uh, This made $146 million opening weekend, finishing out its domestic run, $389 million. $863 million worldwide on a $200 million Budget. Oh, uh, this thing made all the monies, a lot, uh, of, money. A lot of money, and you know uh, you got uh, ego and uh, Kurt Russell and the continuing adventures. All of this. This movie takes place in 2014, uh, right after the first one. Uh, Anthony, what 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 did you think about this? I remember. I I love this movie. Right. Um, this was one of my favorite films of the year. Uh, one of my favorite MCU films. Um, I loved all the jokes. I loved. Uh, I love the twist with Ego being the guy that implanted the tumor in his uh, in Peter Quill's mom's brain. I was I was thoroughly entertained by this movie. I walked out of it smiling, and as you can see by our review, I I didn't have much negative to say about it. Now I know someone who may have something negative to say about it. That's Rug Boy. Should we save rugs for last then? Okay, John, you go. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Your thoughts? I loved it. It's definitely my favorite of the year. My favorite comic movie. And I'll tell you why real quick. Because it had heart, action, adventure, and strong character arcs that had a purpose. But the story's not 100 percent original. It's a little Empire Strikes Back. But that's okay because we love these characters. And what I like about it. Besides the production design of this film, because the whole time I'm just looking at the film. I think I've missed, I probably missed half the story because I'm just looking at the screen at the colors the whole time. It's a gorgeous movie. Oh, it's, a, it's beautiful to look at. And what I liked about it, it took me out of my world for two hours. It took me away from politics and bullshit and, sh- and everything that you see on Facebook that's negative. And I was like, this is great. I forget about my life for a minute. Um, but the thing I wanted to point out is that a lot of these comic films try to emulate real movies. You know, like Spider-Man Homecoming was supposed to be a John Hughes film. 
and Dark Knight was supposed to emulate heat a little bit. This movie was just like, we're just whatever, just James Gunn's vision, you know? And that's what really stood out to me. It's, it just reeked of him. And it just said, it just looked like Marvel was like, we don't know what to do with these guys. You just take these characters and you run with it. So, I mean, I appreciate- the, what they've done with these obscure characters is pretty yeah. amazing. Uh, yeah. Now, before I get to rugs, I'm just going to go like I said, like I said at the beginning, each of these movies had something to do. Like Logan, just it needed to finish out Wolverine's arc and make it meaningful. And it really did. I think it succeeded high what it needed to do. This movie, though, had the least amount to do out of any of the movies. And so I watched this again and I did enjoy it. And yes, I still think the Mary Poppins line is funny. But no, I think the Pac-Man shit was not as funny this second time around but the second time i watched it i was like it's good but it's a lot like the first movie they didn't really show you anything new the one thing saving this movie is yondu and his whole story arc and uh the funeral at the end that heart is there so second time watching it i was like that's pretty good but i feel like i've seen a lot of this before uh i don't know rugs uh break it down for us well i really is not allowed to break down it's pretty simple for me like um I didn't go for this movie. I just didn't like the jokes. I didn't think any of them worked. Not any of them. That's like that's being really like, you know, way too far. But I'm gonna say like maybe fifty percent of them worked. All right. And the fifty okay. percent that didn't work tanked moments that I really liked. <laughs> um, so like they took the piss out of like a good moment. Um I I don't like the guy who plays Star Lord at all. You don't like the Chris Pratt? N- uh, no, not not. A, he just doesn't to me pull off this character. He just never did. Hmm. Um, he was written better in the first movie, almost that worked towards his character, like the way he acts. And this version, I don't think it plays into it as much. Uh, Drax got taken down into being like a one-liner laughy guy that laughs at everything. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, I don't understand. Like, I felt like a lot of the stuff was forced in the movie. In fact, the whole tumor in the brain thing, they never explained it why he even did it. He just said, I put a tumor in your mom's brain because I felt like it. And so it's like, I couldn't go for anything in that movie. I just didn't like it. I just, uh, I came away from that movie thinking, I like the first one so much better. Well, and I don't know. And I don't know why it's people like it so much. And it made me hate it even more because people were liking it so much. I'll answer the tumor thing. He says it right then. He goes, if I knew if I came back to Earth, I would fall in love with her and never oh, complete right. my mission. That's right. So I had to put a tumor in her brain. Which is, it's a selfish reason to yeah. kill somebody. It's, uh, it's he knew that he would be, I don't want to argue about the movie. I'm just saying yeah. that he does mention it right before he goes. I will say, I'll, I do I'll think the first, the first one is stronger after watching it Yeah, but I still time. think that that's a... I, I don't think that that's a good enough reason to put a tumor in someone's brain because I love her. I want to put a tumor in her brain. That just doesn't make any sense. Just shows you how fucked up he is. Yeah, it just doesn't make any. There's a million. He's ego. He can do anything, but that's what he did. You know, he's got an ego. Yeah, he's so. got an ego. But it is a gorgeous movie, and it is you know James Gunn. James Gunn's vision. I think that's partially why it succeeds. Is he's you know pretty much built these characters from. He's had them from scratch. And My favorite part of the do movie, whatever he wants. My favorite part of the movie is the sister sister rivalry. Oh that's, yeah, that's Between, the only yeah. part of yeah. me that the movie to me that had any like like weight to it. So uh, and you know a little bit of the Yondu stuff. I uh, love the Yondu stuff. I thought that was uh, yeah, that was my favorite part of the movie. Me. Yeah, that was yeah. a good arc. Yeah, I just uh, you know what I'm saying. It's like I understand why people like it, but I just don't understand 
how can people like it so much? I just also, I can't get on board. Taser face, that whole sequence is still pretty funny. <laughs> Rocket's like, well, we have the choice, a scrotum hat? And then they just laugh at him for taser face. I felt like the first joke funny. about it was good, and then they beat it like a dead horse. <laughs> they did it at the end again, where the, the gold lady uh, laughs at him. And I mean, I like the video game fucking unmanned pilot. It, it is kind of uh, unnecessary, and there's no stakes, but it's fun. I don't know. Fun move. Yeah. Moving on to June. What are you doing? Oh, I thought thought maybe you'd want to get some sleep. What about you? Are you not sleeping? Does the average man not sleep? No, I... I, It's the second... I'm... Yes, we sleep. We just don't sleep with... uh, You don't sleep with women? No, I mean, I do sleep with... I sleep with... Yes, I do. But out of the uh, <clears throat> confines of marriage, it's just, it's not polite to assume, you know? Marriage? Marriage, do you not have that, Donna? Yeah. You go before a judge and uh, you swear to love, honor, and cherish each other until death do you part. And do they? Love each other till death? Not very often, no. Then why do they do it? I have no idea. <laughs> so you cannot sleep with me unless I, I marry I will, you. I'll sleep with you if you want. I'll sleep right there. There's I'll plenty sleep. of room. Then fine, if you don't mind, I'll no, so I know. it's up to you. I'm just I, trying. I know it's up to me. I'm making the choice. I'll come sleep with you. <laughs> okay. Wonder Woman from Warner Brothers. Uh, and finally, uh, DC Films does what they've needed to do this whole time uh, and make a good movie. Directed by Patty Jenkins. Rotten Tomato score 92%, 7.6 out of 10 aggregated score. This one had $103 million opening weekend, $412 million domestically when it ended at $821 billion. Million, sorry. Worldwide. Billion. For billion not billion. That's another movie. We'll get to that. Uh, at $149 budget, uh, making Gal Gadot the highest grossing actress of 2017. Also, um, yeah, guys, this one, uh, they had a lot riding on. Our first female-led heroine superhero movie directed by a woman. And, boy, this movie had legs. Uh, she pretty much nails it. Yeah, she has legs. She got legs, and she knows how to use them. I watched this again, and while I still enjoyed a lot of it, uh, it does drag a little bit in the middle, and then the whole third act just fucking kind of ruins the thing. Because watching it again, when you, the whole thing about, is is she crazy? Is Aries even real? Maybe there's no Aries. Like, that was really interesting. And then they just, like... They throw it away. They fucking throw all that away, and it gets really cartoony and over the top uh, at the very end. But... Wow, what a uh, uh, solid movie for uh, uh, DC Films, uh, Anthony? What do you think? Uh, yeah, this is the first solid DC film. Um, I think this movie will mean the most out of all these culturally for a while. Mm, yeah, um, I think it's the most important one. Uh, whether you think that's hype or not, I think it's going to be remembered that way uh, because it is Wonder Woman and it and the magnitude of that character and it being so successful and meaning so much in this time uh i think it'll it'll last for a while um overall solid movie really really entertained i loved gal gadot in it i liked chris pine i liked the whole cast um i would argue that the third act almost derails the entire fucking film 
<laughs> um, because if you think about it, it really makes no goddamn sense. Yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, the movie was it, there was so much heart and and Gal Gadot and and just the 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 amount of hype and the fact that it was successful and that DC was on a a bad streak and Wonder Woman is basically the one that saves the day. I, I think overrode overrode any bad feelings you could have about that third act in my opinion so overall i I really enjoyed this film um and i was really happy to see that this particular film did well and and that a lot of people liked it Bilotti, did dc warner brothers finally make a good movie yeah they made a good movie i mean i'm kind of on the same uh level of criticism or uh, opinion as uh tony but i didn't like the directing i thought uh, Patty Jenkins, I mean, you could see the cobwebs she had to shake off because she hasn't really directed a lot. Mm. And the editing was kind of choppy and the story was a little Captain America First Avenger. But yeah, the characters or the acting was really good. Um, my favorite scene is when she's on the boat with Chris Pine and they have that little, uh, you know, that ad oh, lib scene. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, like that. I always think about that scene because it was just so natural. So about good, the sex just, books. Yeah, when when she was saying like you could sleep next to me or something right, like that. Right, when yeah. just yeah, that scene was great. But yeah, I didn't I I can't stand hype for a lot of stuff and I thought it was a little too overhyped this movie because yeah, it's like it's almost like um your kid, you know, it's when you have a, like, you know, a newborn and it's like keeps throwing up on himself and all of a sudden he takes his first steps and says his first word and it's like, "Oh my god, he said his first word. This is <laughs> He's the smartest <laughs> baby ever." Yeah, the smartest <laughs> baby ever. He's going to be the next Bill Gates. You know? <laughs> they, they overpraise. Yeah, they overpraise. Yeah. And I think there was a little too much of the Hollywood PC police coming in saying like, you have they to were like kind of overhyping Patty Jenkins a little bit because I'm like, yeah, she's a female director. I got nothing against female directors, but she's not the best female director. Like Catherine Bigelow has been kicking ass for God since Point Break. You know, it's one of my favorite yeah. stupid yeah. movies, but she's been like kicking ass. And it's like, why didn't she? I mean, she's not going to do a superhero movie. But they were just sort of like, oh, it's a woman did it. A woman did it. You should go see it because a woman did it. But there was, there was that feel of if you don't like this, you don't like women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you was, kind of had yeah. to like it. Yeah, yeah. I like this. Yeah. But she also yeah. she, she's now like made the most money uh, any woman director has made. Yeah, Rugs, is this her. is this a win for yeah, feminism for or was it overhyped? I, I I'm on the the thing of watching movies all my life and seeing all of these female directors <laughs> yeah. and like your Karen Kusama did AM flux, but that, but that, that completely shit the bed. Lexi it, was, Alexander, it was a decent movie. Punisher war zone. Of course. Yeah, Lexi was, Alexander yeah. did Punisher war zone. Just female directors all over Catherine Bigelow. There's so mm. many, you know, that have done big, like strange days and, you know, all these great movies, but and Penny Marshall, like directed some of the hugest comedies we have. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean like there's and female action stars have been around forever. You know, female, female heroines have been around forever so it's like uh the superhero genre that's because they didn't have the balls to like do it uh you know pony up the money to make effects and stuff but at the end of the day um they needed to do this they needed to do it in a big way because Mm -hmm. um it needs to send a signal out to people saying hey we need to make these movies now like what are we the these uh female heroes are important too let's make movies about them I mean, they made a Catwoman movie with Halle Berry. <laughs> yeah, oh, and first of all, like they they could they had a uh, a star right there. Yeah, a fucking big draw box office draw, and they fucking screwed they it up. So it's not like it. they didn't have the intent to do it before. They just done it poorly. Yeah. So this is the first it. time that they actually tried to do it right. Yeah. Yep. So that gets congratulatory, I guess. Was it a great movie? It was a good movie. Yeah. 
I'll give Very it that. It was good, and I love Gadal, uh, Gal Gadot. Did I say it right? Gadal Gadot. Gadal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot, actually, was to say. I think it is Gadot. So she was great. Everybody in the movie was great. There's, It's got obvious problems, you know, with the, the, the third act, the and some of that, that middle is uh, a pain in the ass to get through. It's not as interesting as it should be. Right. Uh, Themyscira kind of, it was. I love the stuff on Themyscira. I wish I love the beginning of it. I wish that they would have done some of that stuff better with the gods and stuff. That way, Ares would be even more threatening mm-hmm. because he's kind of like this looming presence. But like, you really don't know really anything about he the has gods a silly or what mustache. the gods can do. Yeah. So uh, that needed to be built up a little bit more. But I like this movie. I've watched it a few times. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's got moments. It's got good I, moments. I think the good outweighs the bad. And like you said, this what this movie had to do was just be good. For yeah, it's Warner not Brothers. the greatest movie. Like, people are trying yeah. to hype it up like it's the greatest movie. It's the greatest female action movie. It's the great. It's yeah. not any of those things. All, that, all the Oscar stuff needs to just go away or whatever. That, yeah. Whenever we yeah. started talking about that. So, you know what's funny about that? I saw this uh, article on The Hollywood Reporter, and they were doing their Oscar predictions. And the guy had, like, front runners and then threats to the front runners and long shots and the only uh superhero movie up at the top there was wonder woman which was as a what as a threat for best wow. picture oh my god and either really? a long that, shot, hype. Long <laughs> shot or threat for patty jenkins and also a long shot or threat for gal gadot oh. i think that was a long shot so those three are in this guy's predictions for well, this year's oscar nomination years and years of great comic book films come out and this none of them the are considered yeah this one is, is politically motivated. Obviously, Hollywood's politically yeah. motivated, and that's fine. But you just gotta call it what it is. I mean, Dark Knight should have got something before yeah. any of this. Just like Denzel well, they, Washington should have won for fucking Malcolm X and not Shitty Training Day. Not that he was bad in there, but fucking Malcolm X—that is an Oscar-winning performance. Yeah, but uh, Hollywood's too serious for doing that. They always do yes. that. They'll, they snub Scorsese, De Niro, and then they'll give it to them at like a shittier movie or a shittier role or something, you know, just to be like, Oh, sorry. Like training day. Yeah. Remember they yeah. did that for training day. Dude, if this thing sneaks into the 10, uh, nominations for best picture, uh, that's going to be crazy. Yeah. But uh, people are putting it up there, so we'll see. But the movie did what it had to do is give us a good female superhero movie and just be good. And it was moving on. Does she know? No one. So she does it. Good. Close to the vest. I admire that. I've got a few secrets of my own. Of all the reasons I didn't want my daughter to date. Peter, nothing is more important than family. You saved my daughter's life. And I could never forget something like that. So I'm going to give you one chance. Are you ready? You walk through those doors, you forget any of this happened. And don't you ever, ever interfere with my business again. Because if you do, I'll kill you and everybody you love. I'll kill you dead. That's what I'll do to protect my family, Pete. You understand? Hey, I just saved your life. Nobody say. Thank you. You're welcome. In July. Oh, we get one of my uh, Geek Motor Geek Motor movies in Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, the fir- uh, the first solo movie for Spider-Man after the Sony Marvel deal. 
Directed by John Watts. Rotten Tomato score 92%, 7.7 out of 10. Aggregated score. Opening weekend, 117 million. Finishes domestically at 334 million. 880 million worldwide, which is topping the worldwide Wonder Woman and Guardians uh, on $175 million. I did not know that it topped everything. It is, uh, uh, this movie worldwide has grossed the most out of the six. Wow. Whoa. Uh, Yes. The highest domestic grossing out of the six is Wonder Woman. Highest worldwide is Spider Man. It played big overseas. That is the biggest name. Yeah, I mean, this is the return of the iconic Spider-Man, and I watched this again recently. Return from like three years ago? From three years ago. <laughs> so th- that's why this movie was important, because we were going to find out if there's fatigue, if audiences would take a third reboot in, 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 in like 15 years. They took it up the ass. This movie, all it had to do was a soft intro back into the MCU of this young Spider-Man. And now, like a lot of movies these days, they're not our, it's not my Spider-Man, but I still, watching it again, I really, I really enjoyed this movie. Like Tom Holland uh, nails this Peter Parker, and I kind of bought in more to this Peter Parker and this universe. And again, the moment in the car with Michael Keaton where he he realizes he's Spider-Man, it's so fucking good. Like that's the and there may not be great action scenes throughout the movie. They're they're fun. They're pretty memorable. There's not one big one, but the characters are great. I thought the chemistry was great. Uh, Rugs, what were your thoughts on this movie again? Asking me now. Yeah, I'm gonna start with you. We're going backwards. <laughs> I hate this fucking movie with a passion. I mean, like Tom Holland's fine. Yeah, uh, he's fine. Um, but the whole entire movie is it's just clearly like. A, a, a revamping, a retooling, a reinvention of Spider-Man. You know, the he doesn't have any of the classic foibles that Spider-Man has. The the worry, the 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 anxiety, all of that stuff that makes Peter Parker who he is is not in there. He's got a lot of tech that's you know that's pretty much servicing the whole movie. And uh, he's I don't got know. Tony Stark as a father figure instead of like looking at Uncle Ben. There's no mention of Uncle Ben, really. Well, so I I kind of like that they didn't do the origin, but it still bothers me that scene where he's lifting up the the stuff when it gets buried. That's like an iconic scene where in the comic book he's thinking about all his loved ones that like Aunt May and Mary Jane, and that gets him to do it. In this one, he hears Tony Stark's voice going, "If you're nothing with the suit, then you shouldn't have the suit." And yeah. then he lifts the fucking mm. thing. It's just to me, it was misguided. And I know people love this movie. I I don't like it. I just can't. There's of course there's things to to enjoy in the movie. Like you can enjoy the movie uh, for its jokes, which some of them are okay. Some of them are are, are not so good. Uh, the action sequences are kind of you know nothing to write home about. But um. It's just all about Tom Holland. It just all that's really what's good. I mean, uh, yeah. Would Spider-Man videotape his whole trip down to to do a secret mission and make a put it in a vlog? I don't know. It's I yeah. mean, look, if it was the Spider-Man nowadays, look, I I actually I, don't really, know. I had a lot of fun with this movie the second time watching it. Anthony, this is kind of closer to your generation Spider-Man. <laughs> Did it achieve like <laughs> setting that for you? Uh for different reasons. Yeah. I, I thought this movie was uh, okay. Okay. Slightly disappointing for me. Um, I still find it to be an entertaining film. I could still watch it and laugh and have a good time with it. Um, unlike maybe Rug Boy, and we'll see what Pilates says. It's for me. Maybe it wasn't so much that this wasn't my Spider-Man, the Spider-Man that I knew. Mm. It was more the fact that I just didn't feel like this Spider-Man had any weight to him. 
I really mm. feel like the Uncle Ben stuff, although although it's repetitive, I feel like there should have been some it way. Grounds that, it. it should grounds have been it. some way to, to at least reference that and, and give his character weight. Otherwise, he's just having fun, and that's not what Spider Man is really. Oh, he's having a lot of fun in this yeah, movie. <laughs> I mean, he can have fun, but he, he, I don't know. There's it shouldn't be Tony that he's thinking of, as you mentioned. Right, it should be, right. There should be some sort of reference to that moment that's made him who he is today. Um, so I just felt like this movie, the it just felt very safe, very cookie cutter, very, um, this is the new Spider-Man, but we're not really going all the way with him being Spider-Man or a new version. We're playing it in the middle. So I just felt like a movie that was in the middle. The action scenes aren't great. Um, I like Tom Holland. I liked Tony Stark in it, but overall I was just slightly disappointed. This was like the first Marvel movie for me where I was like, came out of it. I was like, man, I... I'm kind of disappointed walking Aww. out of this one, but but oh, again, <laughs> I th- I still think it's a good film. I just yeah. it wasn't to my expectation of what Marvel's been doing, and and the fact that this was so hyped that he's back in the family, and yeah, that's well, that's, what that's I, thought about I mean it. that's interesting. Bellotti, do you think look like what this movie had to do is simply just drop this Peter Parker in the MCU? It's like a soft beta launch, and I think they kind of yeah, soft did beta launch is a good well. way to describe it. So they're giving us a base to start with, but do you think they succeeded in, in doing what the movie needed to do? <laughs> no, because they gave it to us in Civil War and he was so he was awesome in Civil War and I expected more of that and then I got sort of like everything he was just the sort same. of same. No. No, there was something missing. It was just yeah. I didn't I didn't like seeing him in DC. I didn't like seeing him in that warehouse. The best scenes were the beginning when he's in Queens and he looks like Spider-Man. Yeah, but, where he's like he's like bouncing around and learning his powers and looking for stuff yeah, to do. It yeah. just this is because uh, my review is going to be the same as Rug Boys and Tony's, but mostly because Spider-Man is like one of my is my favorite character, like my favorite comic book character, and I just sort of had to let go of the character. I'm like, this isn't my generation Spider-Man. This isn't mine. And no, and it's it's a lot like the Star Wars. Is this maybe no, this is not our Star Wars anymore? This is not. they got to move it forward. Yeah, but the, the funny thing but it's is, it's not better. Give me something better. Right. Gonna replace it with something. Replace it with something better. Yeah. Uh, what's uh, funny? It's not better. What's <laughs> funny? Um, when we were talking about me coming on the show again, I said, "Oh, cool! Like I'll do my top five list." And I, on my list, I had Blade of the Immortal. I had Atomic Blonde. You and had then you movies were like, that we weren't even ranking. Exactly. And then you said, <laughs> "No, we have to do. We have to do like the main Marvel, DC, whatever movies." I'm like, "Oh shit, really?" So then I went and looked in the list, and then you were like, "Oh, we're doing six. I'm like, six. I only have five. I'm like, what am I going to add?" And I said, "Oh, I guess I put Spider-Man: Homecoming at the, as the last one." <laughs> it, was, it was really like I didn't. I left the theater and I forgot I even saw the fucking movie. I was like, "What was that? What did I just see?" And then I just put it on my brain, and I actually forgot it came out this year. Like that's how much I didn't care about this film. Ooh, last year that was X-Men uh, Apocalypse. That was our comment for uh, last year's. Oh working. yeah, we oh were yeah, like, yeah. We forgot this fucking movie came that out. Mo- I feel like that movie came out. T- movie came out ten years ago. <laughs> that came out just last <laughs> yeah. year in 2016. It was part of our last year's trip. This is going to be a new tradition. Like I get what you guys are saying, and uh, as the listener, uh, you guys know I love the spot. I'm just happy there's a Spider-Man. Spider-Man is my favorite character, so I, it automatically gets brownie points, even though it's not the best thing but it's a start we're gonna get a more like four more movies uh, out of his contract i'll say it, it is nice though that he will be able to interact right with they, the they, other characters this yeah. this deal you know unprecedented deal getting this character back in a partnership with sony and marvel and then they go and they buy the fox so like that shows that they know can i just how to ask, handle the characters yes all right apart from me being in your ear saying this movie sucks and yeah. Bilotti saying it have you heard anybody else come down on this movie 
I not have, really. I not, not really. No. no. My friends so, love this movie. I will say no. Yeah, so it's one of those things where the the general public just happy with shit sandwiches. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, he's he's oh. a likable Peter with no baggage, and uh, people can relate to that, I guess. But it's not. It's a different Spider-Man. That's all. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I still. I, I don't know. It's yeah, you can like I it. Liked it. Lot, I liked it. I liked it. I liked it the second time. I, I, was, I, I like it. <laughs> I, I kind of liked time. it. Yes, I kind sort of. I kind of like it. Okay, moving on. We got two more left. In then we got a big gap of months, and then in November. No, I really wish I had my hammer. Hammer? Quite unique. It was made from this, this special metal from the heart of a dying star. And when I spun it really, really fast, it gave me the ability to fly. You rode a hammer? No, I, I didn't ride the hammer. The hammer rode you on your back? No, no, no. I, I used to spin it really fast, and it, it, would, it would pull me off the... Oh, my God. The hammer pulled you off? The ground. It would pull me off the ground, up into the air, and I would fly. Every time I threw it, it would always come back to me. Sounds like you had a pretty special and intimate relationship with this hammer and that losing it was almost comparable to losing a loved one. It's a nice way of putting it. Thor Ragnarok from Marvel Studios uh, finally comes out, directed by Taika Waititi. Rotten Tomatoes, 92%, 7.5 out of 10 aggregated score. This one had $122 million opening weekend. Uh, fit, it's uh, made $311 million domestically, $848 million globally. It's still in theaters, so there's an asterisk on those numbers off a $180 million budget. I think it's uh, it's still out. Uh, so uh, it may finish a yeah, little bit higher. Yeah, finishing up, yeah. Soon up. here, uh, along with the next movie that's still out. Uh, but... Here, what did this movie have to do, guys? It just had to give us a fucking good Thor movie uh, because the first two have been, okay, what do you do with Thor? You know, when we got into, we found out Taika Waititi was directing it and watching it the first time, I think we were all just surprised. Uh, <laughs> like, wow, there's a lot of slapstick comedy in here. There was a lot to digest watching it that first time. But you know what? I uh, I don't know. Thinking about it. it. I Thinking about it again. Uh it, it, it did give us something fresh. It gave me something I wasn't expecting. And uh, you get the amazing Thor and Hulk together uh, battle scene. It did a lot of good things. But it also, the comedy undermined all of the dramatic moments. So I'm really torn. Uh, Bilotti, let's start with you. Sure. Um, well, def- this is definitely a very divisive film. But for my list, it's it's very high on my list. And I'll tell you why. Um the colors, again, the production design floored me. You know, I'm a sucker for Jack it, Jack Kirby obviously. all over the it's, place. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, I know nobody has probably read any Walt Simonson Jack Kirby comic, and, and I'm guilty of that too for the most part. But I have the Simonson stuff, and even mentioned Frog Thor, and that's like my favorite like Thor right? story. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, just uh, the this, this psychedelic look of it. I thought it was the most comfortable that uh, Chris Hemsworth looked and performed as Thor. I probably would have taken out most of the jokes, especially by the end, because, I mean, you have like a giant fire creature destroying your home world, and they're sort of playing it jokey. And, <laughs> yeah, and the rock guy's making know, a like, joke. Yeah, it's just like they're on the ship, and they're sort of like, oh my God, Asgard's dead, and then Korg has to like make a joke and just sort of undermine it. You know, if it just got a little bit more serious at the end, it probably would have been my favorite movie, but... It's just, uh, I understand. I read a lot. Okay. I read a lot of the interviews why they went this route. Right. And they kind of needed to. For right. The what else are you going to do with Thor? 
Right. And Chris Hemsworth was going to walk away. I mean, he was like, he went to Kevin Feige and was like, I don't know what else to do with this character. My hands are tied. He's like, we got to reboot it. And I appreciate it and I get it because Thor was kind of sucking at this at this point. <laughs> yeah. But, Sur- surprising comedic chops on the Hemsworth also. So uh, well, he's, always, now, he's always kind of had that. That's the yeah, thing. And I think he wanted he to be let off. Yeah. yeah, he wanted to be let off the leash. I just think he was let off the leash a little too much. Uh, we re- shared that article uh, before the movie came out that they had had a screening and uh, decided to add 30 minutes of jokes after the initial screening because they thought people loved it. Rugs. That might have uh, been a little too much. Do you think this was yeah. a mistake to add those 30 minutes no, of jokes? I mean, like, the way I feel about Thor Ragnarok is that I think the jokes were, it made, were actually better the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I'm starting to think that way too, actually. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy jokes were not good. And they, they wore them out so much. They the, A lot of the jokes were the same joke over and over again. Damn, so okay. uh, Thor Ragnarok had more like different kind of jokes, which I, st- I still don't think this much humor should be in any Marvel movie. I think it should be clipped back like, a, like 40%. You know, it's like still too much overkill on the jokes. But look, this is what I'll say about Thor Ragnarok is that they tried to make two Thor mov- movies like earnestly. Right. And it didn't really work out for them. So they try, they're trying something else. Yeah. And this seemed to have worked with the with the public. Absolutely. Uh, it didn't really work for me that much. I didn't like that they pretty much tore down everything that Thor was. And then they killed off all this this cast and they destroyed Asgard. And like no one gave a fuck. Hmm. In the movie, it didn't have any weight to it. Right. No. All um, the, and Odin so, dies and all yeah, this shit is so hammers and fucking smashed. I think cares. when you have something like that people have grown accustomed to seeing, you got to actually do right by those characters and you're not doing it. So um, I have problems with Thor Ragnarok, but I did enjoy the humor in it more than Guardians of the Galaxy. I enjoyed uh, just the the buddy buddy movie aspect more than Guardians of the Galaxy so I, I'm going to put that higher on my list. Uh, uh, so this book, also this movie, 80% improvised. And Anthony, I believe you have the opposite view of the humor uh, between Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy. I do. Um, I would say, first off, I overall, I, I did find the film entertaining. Like I don't think it's a bad film. It's um, very entertaining. It's a good ride. Yeah. Um, I... I really respect that marvel was like okay these two films which i kind of liked both thor films but these two films obviously didn't work for them so they tried something different so that i like that they're marvel's showing they're willing to try new things and and this film was definitely just taika watiti through and through so i think that bodes well for the future of marvel and that they're letting their directors just have full reign and kind of just make the film they want to make it almost resets it's like a thor one right so I, i like that I think those things are overall are good for working with Marvel. Um, but do uh, you want to see three more Thor movies now that you've seen it already three? Do I? I'm not saying about Thor. I'm just saying in general with Marvel films. But overall for this, this film just wasn't my flavor. I just hmm. didn't really enjoy the the slapstick comedy. It just wasn't for me. I, I, I wouldn't come out of this like, wow, it's, I want to see three more of this. I disagree. I think Guardians had really good humor. I think this film was almost just too slapsticky for me and mm-hmm. not the direction I want to see um, future Marvel films. But I, I realized that a lot of people liked it and, and it worked for Marvel and it made a shit ton of money. So um, obviously they hit the right note with a lot of people. So 
I mean, the more I thought about it, I thought the humor in Thor was a little bit more fresh, a little bit more clever, not as 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 uh, re- you know stayed as Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Initially, I remember what I said. This is like if the BBC made like a Thor movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this way you get. So but I was like, I'll tell you what the reasoning is. This is the the, the the psychology behind it is when you go to see a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, you want to laugh, right? So it the humor is welcome there. Yes. But when you go to see a Thor movie, you don't want, you're going to expect a little bit of humor, but not like that. So it, it was off-putting to people. So yeah. it, it felt more out of place. Absolutely. That, so there, there, there's the conundrum. That, that and I read an article too where uh, Taika Waititi, obviously you brought up like the BBC, he was bringing more of a Australian, yeah. uh, New Zealand, New Zealand kind Kiwi of humor. humor. Yeah, yeah, that kind of humor, which is a little different than what Americans are used to. There's yeah. one. There's one where specifically he was like, in America they they say something and then someone interjects with a line that's the joke. Whereas this, like for instance, the scene with Korg and Thor where they're discussing the weapons, it was just a long drawn out discussion about the weapons and absurd shit. They was just the like, absurd. Yeah, they but- kept talking more absurd. Like, oh, the hammer jacked you off. Oh, okay. Like, like, it's like <laughs> they're just throwing absurd line after absurd line. Like they don't linger on. Okay, this is the cutscene for the joke. It's it's a different style of humor. So for me. It was that's probably a little jarring as well as I'm it's just not like, used I mean, to that. It's like a Monty Python presents uh, Thor Ragnarok, uh, but so I I mean I thought that was different, so I kind of appreciated yeah. that that was different. But well, I do want to I do yeah. want to add that um, with the joke stuff, I think it is it was funny. I will agree with you guys there. Like it was just the jokes were a lot funnier than Guardians, but you kind of expect more Shakespeare with Thor. You know, you right. kind of don't expect that Kiwi right. humor. And the other thing I wanted to add that I forgot to mention was that was probably like my favorite Hulk movie within another movie. Like, I've, right? I mean, I amazing. The Hulk in that yes, movie. Ruffalo as Banner and the Hulk, and we the first time we see the Hulk talking sentences, yeah. it's a progression of his character. Uh, fantastic! Like, uh, great appearance by the Hulk. Great buddy buddy kind of feel. Now, I think all you guys are right. All this movie needed is like the jokes would have been way more funnier had they just t- uh, t- taken it back and put in some dramatic beats in between to balance it out. Less is more the jokes hit harder instead of just all it's all one level of jokes uh and nothing means anything uh but still very entertaining uh finally yeah. let's move on to the last movie right okay yeah here's the thing um see i'm afraid of bugs and um guns and obnoxiously tall people and murder and i can't be here it's really cool you guys seem ready to do battle and stuff but full transparency i've never done battle i've just pushed some people and run away Save one. What? Save one person. Uh, which one? Don't talk. Don't fight. Get in. Get one out. And, and then? You'll know. November also finally brought us a movie that we seem to have been talking about for like 15 months, which is we fucking were. Zack Snyder's well, Justice, we Justice League. Uh, Warner Brothers, directed by Zack Snyder, asterisk. At the end of that, because uh, then the Joss Whedon had to come in, and uh, there's a whole thing. Uh, Rotten Tomato score, 40%. Uh, 5.3 out of 10 aggregated score. Uh, this thing couldn't break 100 million opening weekend, $93 million. Uh, so far, it's made $225 million domestically, 600, $652. I don't think it's beat Man of Steel yet uh, worldwide. It's still in theaters. Budget not available. Still, nobody knows. 
how much money they fucking wasted Too making this money. movie. Boy, so you know, out of all of these, like there was, like we said, like last year, there wasn't a complete train wreck. We were expecting this to be a train wreck, but they barely just squeaked by and just kind of made a castrated superhero entertaining <laughs> movie. I don't even know how to describe what the end product is. Can anyone help me? It's yeah, a failed attempt. <laughs> fa yeah, what is this? It is Frankenstein. <laughs> it's a Frankenstein movie. Uh, yeah. But uh, uh, I, 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 I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. Bloody. Uh, what do you think coming out of this movie? What happened here? I don't. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what the. F I don't know, man. I you know, I don't. I didn't hate it as much as I hated Batman vs Superman because yes. maybe that movie just angered me so much that I had no expectation for this. And then there was so much more interesting behind the scenes stuff going on for this movie. Overshadows the whole yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. It was hard not to notice a lot of that. I liked the Superman that we got in it. It was like, wow, it took you three three movies to get him right. Um, I hadn't, I didn't, again, I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. It was just sort of like, there it is. It's a movie. It happens. Yay. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I don't. It's just, no, I it's, know. Rugboy, were you entertained at all by this movie? I, I think it's, it's kind of a fun, entertaining I movie. I found it to be somewhat entertaining. I mean, there were moments like the stuff on Themyscira, was very well done. Um, you know, that whole football past the football type thing. Oh, yeah, that was great. Um, yeah. I did like a few scenes here and there, but I mean, it it's just like just watching the, the trailer to Infinity War. Yes. Where you see this city and this great landscape oh, yeah. and all of this stuff. You know, there's none of that in Justice League. There's like there's just these nondescript areas and they're always like in the middle of like some kind of, uh, you know, where no one can get hurt. And the people that didn't do get her or not even shown <laughs> that one like Russian family in this like fucking, oh, yeah, for no reason. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, it was just very weird. Like it doesn't place you in a world that just, mm -hmm. you yeah. don't know where the fuck you are. It's just like these nondescript places that's oh, here. It's just, we're in somewhere where it's cold for Aquaman <laughs> yes. or somewhere like Went. it doesn't like build like it, it, it like uh, any kind of, I feel like I know where I am here. It's so it's, it's kind of like a mess of a movie was i entertained yes i was entertained did i uh, the superman uh facial cgi mustache removal it ruined the movie for That's me the, like that <laughs> yeah so much that I, I couldn't really think about anything else after i came out of that movie God, I almost I forgot, like, I almost forgot so about that. There's so many things on top of things that keep this movie from being uh, so much better. Anthony, what did this movie have to do and did it do it? Uh, they had to release a film, so they did that. <laughs> yes, they did that technically. <laughs> oh, yeah. They had a release date they, that they, they had to make. Contract, yeah. That they would not push back, otherwise bonuses weren't going to get paid out right. and the stock was going to be all fucked up. That's that's what they had to do. Um, like a lot of you guys, I, I, I didn't hate this film. I actually found some points of it, parts of it entertaining. Overall, I walked out of it like, that was kind of a mess. Yeah. Um, but it, it didn't piss me off. At least it like was the safe mess. Um, yes. But then thinking back on it, I'm just like, I, I feel really not, I don't know if I should say sad, but I just feel <laughs> disappointed that this, like all these years, you know, people have been mm -hmm. waiting for a, a live action Justice League film. And you just get such a, a vanilla film that it's it's no one's gonna remember it. 
Uh, if anything, they're going to remember the production and and why it came the, that yeah, film. Yeah, all remember the that backstory. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes, with Sean oh, yeah. Connery, which yeah, is like a horrible movie. Yeah, it was just a movie. debacle of a yeah, film. Yeah. yeah, this is the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's Justice League. <laughs> well, that's the pro- that's sad. Like you said, the it's, sad thing it's is the most iconic characters these that DC has. Characters deserve a better movie, Batman, and we Superman, were... Wonder. Like these, this is this is some would say like someone could you some could argue that. These characters are even more iconic than the Avengers. You know? Oh, absolutely! Like, but we were robbed of a good movie for right. these characters. That, so that's that's my overall thought. This is, movie is like sad. a crime scene. Yeah, and it's, we're just, it's just disappointing. The, it's we're looking at the outline of the body. Down. It's, it's just, a big letdown. I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. think it's a steaming pile of shit. No, no it's, it's not. not. That's but the thing. I it's think n- it's definitely a letdown. Well, yes. well who, who just said the Avengers, uh, the Infinity War trailer? Because when Me. I yeah, it was you. I was thinking the same thing, and I was when I saw that trailer, I said, "That's what Justice League should have been." Like, why yes. am I getting goosebumps for Captain America running in yeah, Africa yeah, when yeah. I should have been feeling this way for Justice League? Because we've been waiting that. ten years for this, and uh, DC's right. doing it ass backwards. Well, it, that's they, a good point that Rugboy brought up too. Is that the descript the the locations you don't ever feel like you're in a real place? Yeah. And may, that might be inherently because DC's locations aren't in real places, but then they mix in like real cities, so it. I don't know. They never tell but you, you where you are. you always felt like the Gotham and Bat in the Batman movies was a real Gotham. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you could describe that right. Gotham to me. Like, right. it, like what is Gotham like? Well, it's kind of like Chicago-ish. But you know? Metropolis but, yeah, right. was Chicago in Justice League this time also. See, I couldn't even tell you what Metropolis was. <laughs> Plus, I, you know, I just I have an issue with all the green screen he uses and the sets. His sets, they just look like sets sometimes. They don't look They look real. like shit. That's they look yeah. like shitty sets. So, so people, you a lot, I heard a lot of people on the internet because we've already reviewed this, so I don't need to go into this too much. No, but, we don't. But the scene where Aquaman is riding the fucking parademon, like a surfboard through a building, like I heard a lot of people <laughs> on the internet like, that's so cool. Yeah. Watch that fucking scene. It is terrible. <laughs> that looks so bad. Uh, oh, yeah, my man. I mean, it's yeah. terrible. It I looks like a video game. I'm, I like this Aquaman, and I'm kind of looking forward to the Aquaman movie now after seeing the only Momoa's good scene Aquaman. with Aquaman is when he's talking shit because he's sitting on the lasso. Because he's sitting on the lasso, yeah. Yeah, that, that was like my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> that was actually the best part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the good Joss Whedon fucking team hanging out shit uh, added to some Zack Snyder setup or something. Yeah, when he's like, I, I don't, I don't want to die. I got a life to live. Like, that was, <laughs> I mean, he's he was like, actually pretty good. He's like, this guy has no powers. This guy wouldn't even know. <laughs> you, this guy might be working gorgeous. for the enemy. Yeah, you're gorgeous. He's just <laughs> that was really funny. So, uh, again, not a complete train wreck. And finally, at the end of the movie, they kind of got the characters to a point where you wanted them at the beginning, specifically Superman, uh, minus the fucked up floating lip that just ruins the whole movie. Okay, that's the six. We're going to take a quick break. Before we do, I want to check in one last time to the Star Wars Last Jedi box office because in 20 days of release, this movie has made $544 million domestically worldwide. You ready for this? $1.1 million and oh shit, change billion. billion. I keep fucking up the billions of the billions. It's broke a billion dollars worldwide. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Billion with a B. They're fucking printing billion. money. Jesus. So yeah, that's why they bought Lucasfilm. They didn't buy oh, it because they like Star Wars. And this, uh, that I think that brings it second on just uh, under Force Awakens in terms of uh, gross. So. It's not catching the Force Awakens gross, which is nine thirty six. No, uh, no just will. domestically. But Star Wars making a billion dollars. That means it's uh, winter in uh, America. Uh, we'll take a quick break, play some promos. We'll be right back with our ranking. Where did these rank? You're going to want to stick around to find out. Happy- 
messages. We'll be right back. Do you like movies? Get busy living or get busy dying. Mr. Anders. Life, uh, finds a way. TV? A girl has no name. Soft kitty, warm kitty. You didn't think I'd just disappear, did you? Music? Hello. All my friends are heathens, take it slow. Video games? It's me, Mario. Get over here! Hey, listen! If you love geeking out about your pop culture passions, See Here's the Thing may be the podcast for you. Join me and my co-host Patrick as we dive into a weekly digest of news clips about movies, TV, video games, theater, and more. Special guests, improv games, and terrible celebrity impersonations abound in our weekly episodes published directly on Podomatic. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Google+, and Pinterest. See, here's the thing. It's where humor and pop culture collide. You know, I mean, usually whenever people start talking about doing a, you know, remake of Lord I mean, of look, Rings, here's like the point that I'm trying to make here, okay? Yeah. Barb This is what I don't understand. I mean, how I mean, I don't understand they have made a movie this bad? I mean, I know everyone's like... Who greenlit this? Who said that like this was okay? Look at the adaptation Come get belligerent on Popcorn Prattle Film Talk Podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Podbean. You'll be glad you did. Thanks for listening to this stupid fucking Jock and Dirt podcast. But listen, I don't know why you listen. I don't know. We don't know why, but we're glad that you do. And if you've been enjoying the show and you want more show, you want to hear more of our shenanigans, there's a place you can get that. It's at our fan club, uh, jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. You support the show financially. There's a bunch of tiers. You get rewards. But for as little as a dollar a month, you get access to an RSS, exclusive RSS feed with bonus content just for our patrons. Uh, our most recent post-show audio that went up last week's episode, Anthony uh, opens up about uh, growing old and uh, how it's affecting his game, <laughs> you know, with the chicks uh, and uh, how uh, it's uh, problematic. And he's the big dirty 30. It's bad. And the girls have stayed it's the bad. same age, except you've gotten older. Ah, oh, gotten shit. older and the girls are the same age. It was, it was a very heartfelt confessional audio. Yeah, it was like it was like therapy. Out. Yes, it was. And I feel a lot better. I'm after glad. Talking you, yeah, about my no, you needed to get that career. off. Your semen is getting old, Anthony. Your so biological old. clock is ticking. So but old. this is uh, first show of the new month. I want to thank all of our patrons by name. But here's the thing, fellas. I'm not doing this by myself. You guys are going to help me, and I'm not asking. We're going to do this round robin. All right. Okay. Uh, no, here's my only uh, only uh, instruction. Put some stank on it. Whatever oh. that means. What are we saying? Uh, yeah. We're going to say everybody's name in order according to this list. So everybody pull up your oh. show notes. Oh, yeah. And got see. Let, let's see so how. Who starts? You? I'm going to start. Then <laughs> I wasn't paying attention at all. Motherfucker. <laughs> I go, I'll go after Anthony. Bro, do you even podcast? Right. Okay. Me, Anthony, Rugboy, John. Got it? Right. Okay. Got it. Put some steak on it. Let's see how fast we can get through. Thank you to all of our patrons like John Magat. Lisa Morrison. Bonner Demling. Travis Holton. 
John Seifert. Gabriel Bosco. Anthony Apodica. Jimmy Graben. <laughs> Joe Henry. David Zika virus. <laughs> Jimmy McPike. Wes Cranford. <laughs> Matthew Lawrence. Whoa. Ron Hans. Adam Morris. Blazing Caribou Studios. Stephen Tran. Joe from work. Steve Morrison. Oh, man, my favorite ginger, Matt Delhauer. <laughs> A place to hang your cape and... Philip Milan, Italy. And that's your buddy, isn't it? Philip McCracken. That Fill is my up friend. my ass. Thank you to like that. What a wonderful list. You want to join that list? You want to hear your name butchered by us every so often? And get made fun of. And get made fun of. That's how we take care of our listeners. Jockinair.com slash Patreon. Okay, time for the rankings. We went over the six movies we reviewed. We're going to go one at a time. Rank them from six to one. Here's the order. It's going to be Bilotti, Rugboy, Anthony, and then myself. Starting at number six, Bilotti, what do you have? Justice League. Okay, I'm going to write these down just to... Uh, I think a lot of the top and bottom of our list will be the same. Pretty much. And I, I, know. I feel the middle will be interesting. Justice League, uh, do you want to add any comment to that? I think it's self-explanatory. Yeah, it, it, it happened. That's all I can say. It's a movie that happened. Rugboy, number six for you. It's also Justice League. Uh, I thought so. Uh, comment or no? Sucked. Anthony? <laughs> mm, just sleep. <laughs> surprise, surprise. And for myself, guess what? It is also Justice League being that. Actually, let me change mine. What? Yeah. Okay. Homecoming. Oh, shit. Yeah, put that oh, that is an upset. Oh, shit. Okay, you're going to go Spider-Man Homecoming at the bottom, you yeah. motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> Woo. Bless what? you. Who was that? Delotti? That was me. Anthony. Oh, that was Anthony. Yeah. That's that herpes. Don't spread it around. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, don't spread it around. Okay. New year, new form of, new strain of herpes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, every year. That shit adapts. Uh, the herpes simplex. The medicine isn't working. <laughs> oh, damn. The you know, cure. Alcohol. You should just drink some alcohol and that'll kill that shit. Is it'll that how that works? Make the herpes go away. It'll make it run, run like the wind. <laughs> Booze it up, Anthony. That's how you yeah. get rid of that oh, sneeze. Okay. Okay, so we had, okay, so Rugs with the one uh, Spider-Man Homecoming at six, yeah, everyone I, else with Justice League. You know what, because Spider-Man, I thought about him, like, Spider-Man pissed me off more, like, I went into Justice League thinking it was going to suck, and it did, but I went into Spider-Man Homecoming, like, going, I don't know what I'm, I'm going to get, and then I got out, got out of that movie, and I was, like, so fucking pissed off that it, it, it bothered me for days. Okay, fair enough, wow, so. okay. All right, so, John, back to you, number five. You know, wait, oh, yeah, I think I said it, never mind. Huh? No, I... I thought we skipped me, but then I no, realized you said we're, on the, we're on the next number. Yes. Oh. you know, Shows how much I'm paying attention. Try to keep up, Anthony. <laughs> Not at all. He's thinking of you know what. Yeah. You know who oh, in the back boy. of a you know Deep what. <laughs> number five, Bilotti. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming. But Boy kind of makes me want to put it at number six, but I can't. Stay strong. So yes. I'm, I'm, I'm staying. No, because I was Stay pissed strong. off too. I was like, this isn't Spider-Man. This is like hipster Spider-Man. But anyway, um, yeah, that's my number five is Spider-Man Homecoming. It is it, hipster Spider-Man. It sucked. Like, they, both of these movies sucked, but yeah. <laughs> Rug Boy, number five. Oh, that's... I'm gonna, Justice League's going to move on. Okay, so you got JL at number five. Yeah. Okay, that's not bad. Anthony, number five for you. This is a tough one for yeah. me. Yeah, that's got hard. I'm going to go with uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, though, as well. Holy shit. <sighs> okay, I'm going to... I'm throwing. I'm not changing mine. I'm sticking to my thing. It's gonna throw everything off. Number five for me is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Wow. All right. Because it was just they didn't 
it was a nothing really new. It's kind of the same shit as the first one. Out of all the movies that You're nothing new, you son had of a bitch. something to do, you know, important things. This one was just Suck it, this Emma. one had the le- like it was the le- least riskiest fucking movie out of all of them. Uh, let's move on to number four, Bellotti. What do you got? <laughs> you guys, you guys are gonna laugh at this one. But yeah. I put Logan at number four. What Whoa. the fuck? Oh, shit. You're high, dude. <laughs> the reason why it's number four is because when I left the theater, I didn't know how I felt about it. I wasn't. So I wasn't. I was shocked in a way because it was the end and he dies, but I wasn't blown away by it. And it was just too much of a downer, I guess, for me compared to the other films. And that's why it's number four on my list. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Rug boy, number four for you. Number four is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Okay. Yeah, I think we know why. Yeah, it was just it's just an eh movie. Anthony, number four. Thor Ragnarok. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Not my flavor. Uh, that, you know what's funny? That's where I have Thor also. At oh, wow. number four. Uh, because I do, while it was entertaining, I, I had to put it above Guardians of the Galaxy because it was trying something fresh. But, yeah. Too much humor. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Bilotti, number three on your list. Wonder Woman. Oh, you got WW at number three. Okay. Oh, Wonder Woman. Oh, oh Wonder, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Oh, you wreck at the Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, no. What the hell happened there? Oh. Wow. That got racist quickly. Oh, shit. I'm leaving I'm that Asian. In. I can do this. It's okay. I love yeah. Chinese people. I'm not racist. A- I eat Chinese food like once a week. Anthony, quickly give John a pass so I can leave that audio I just, in. I just said it's okay. It's okay. okay. I'm leaving it in. I'm representing the whole continent the of whole Asia. race of Asia. You, you nice. guys, the you, whole race. You guys also have a pass to do offensive Indian accents. It's okay with me. I'm and Pakistani. Italians. Yes, New York Italians. Yes. All right. Free. I'm Wanda woman. It's me, Mario. Anthony does a killer Filipino woman, by the way. Like, I very do. good. Very well. I'm sure he's done many killer <laughs> Filipino women. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Rugs, what do you got at number three? Number three is going to be Thor Ragnarok. Thor at number three. Oh, Kali Dokali. Interesting. Anthony, what's your number three? One more time. Wonder Woman. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Wonder uh, uh, Wanda Wanda Woman. Woman. <laughs> <laughs> My number three is Spider Man Homecoming. Oh, shit. Because it's Spider Man. And we have a new Spider-Man. And there's going to be more Spider-Man. And now they set the fucking foundation for the Spider-Man. I don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks. Number two, Bilotti. Thor Ragnarok. Oh, you got Thor. Wait, okay. But this is... (laughs) 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 I'm just going to not touch that one. Rugs, number two. (laughs) And that'll be Wonder Woman. (laughs) Two, you got the Wonder Woman. Anthony, number two. This was a tough one for me, but I'm going to go with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Holy shit, the highest showing for that movie on any of our list. At number two, I have Wonder Woman at number two. (laughs) Because of all reasons discussed previously, Bilotti, number one most favorite superhero movie of 2017. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume number two. Oh, yeah. So can I tell you you why really quick? Yeah, you should. For number one, you should say why. Number one and why, yes. You know this year has been very hard for me and my wife. My now wife, my current wife. Yeah. My only wife that I've ever had and I love so much. Hey, baby. (laughs) Mm, She's going to bed. Say hi. Bye. Anyway, (laughs) 
the year started off with our depart uh, our apartment destroyed. Remember that? Remember yeah. how like we're going so the Guardians flood. you had flooded. Gar- yeah, we had a flood. So Guardians was like the first movie to come out, I believe, mm-hmm. of the year, right? For the superhero movies. Uh, no, Super- Lo- Logan was in March. Guardians was in May. Yeah, see, Logan. Yeah, Logan was right smack in the middle of when we were going through all this shit. So uh, oh, okay. I think a lot of my opinions of these movies have to do with the way my year was going. Sure. Because Guardians was like we moved back in. Um, we had our wedding coming up. We had a lot of good things going on. I saw that. I laughed my ass off. It just like made me forget about everything that we had going on in our lives for two hours. So that's why I rank it so high in the list for me because it's just the, where I was in my life. And that goes for like any movie you see at any time in Absolutely. your life. I mean, Absolutely. You know, so. It all depends what age you are, the state of mind yeah, you're in, it, what's going, it reminds you of where you were in life. Uh, yeah, my whole movies. list, if it seems weird, it's because of my whole year that's been going on. Because I've only watched all of these movies once. I haven't watched them more than once. Okay, yeah, sure. So this list might change next year. I might be like, what the fuck was I thinking? But yeah. right now, that's why it's number one. Number one, okay, very interesting. Rug Boy, what's your number one and why? Well, all that's left is Logan. Well, everyone, this should be easy to figure out. Uh, yes. Logan, to me, was the most um, complete of a film. It had the most going for it as far as like filmmaking is concerned. Not, I'm not talking about special effects. I'm not talking about action sequences. I'm talking about good acting, yeah. good camera work, good script, all of those things. It, it, it really, and it had like emotional weight to it. It had a, it resonated to me. Uh, had it, it existed in a world that I could understand. So, um, and you know, it is a send off for Hugh Jackman and it, it was, it was a great one. So, uh, I mean, is it my favorite movie of all time? No, but it's definitely a good movie. I would recommend it to people to see it. Absolutely. Well, Anthony, uh, I think it's obvious. Both of our number right. ones are the same movie. Logan. Why? Uh, what's uh, your reasoning? This was actually a tough one. I really enjoyed volume two guardians of the galaxy. Um, I just think overall Logan is a, is a better film and it's just a little bit more. It's just, different than what we had seen so far in the genre um so i think overall logan number one uh great send-off for hugh jackman and uh patrick stewart and uh yeah it's that's my number one absolutely man uh same with me heartfelt sad john said it was a bummer but it needed to be a bummer this is a goodbye to a character we've known for like 17 years and it was an appropriate goodbye the a western superhero movie we've never gotten that the the fucking palette they chose was great uh the seamless cgi there's a lot more cgi in it than you think a lot of face replacement a lot of the stuff with daphne keen a lot of times it's somebody else they put her face on there and even with jackman but you wouldn't know uh, and this, like, it gets to the heights of the Dark Knight almost for me, you know? It's that that much of a, a, a masterpiece. Like, a near fucking perfect movie. Uh, and and then uh, leaving it with Daphne Keene. It's and definitely in the, the 90s. If you're going to yeah. rate it, yeah. give it a 100 rating. It's in the 90s, somewhere in the 90s. Absolutely. And, like, watching it again, it's, uh, it's just as good, so... Good stuff. Uh, honorable mentions in terms of other movies we reviewed this year. Uh, Shin yes. Godzilla was this year. Remember that? Oh, Shin Godzilla. The lot was, uh, was on that one. Year. Yeah. Was that was last year? We reviewed it we, this year. We reviewed though. it this year. Yeah, that was in this calendar. Year. It was last year. Kong Skull Way Island. fuck that one up. Whatever. <laughs> I was just going by calendar year of shit we reviewed. Kong okay. Skull Island, <laughs> War for Planet of the Apes, Aliens Covenant, and Star Wars The Last Jedi. War for the Planet of the Apes, probably the best film Highlight, I've seen yeah, all year. Yeah. You yep. go from, yeah, you go yeah. from that to like the disappointing Aliens Covenant. And didn't make a ton of money. 
No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Uh, but there's one movie that I didn't see on this list that you have that continues with Ghost in the Shell, Atomic Blonde, Valerian. Yeah, so a lot I of these movies see I didn't Kingsman, see. Okay, I've oh, seen yeah. everything else. I so, wanted to. I wanted to talk about some of these, uh, and I even saw Blade of the Immortal. So, I've seen that's, none of those films. Yeah. So other movies based on comic books that came out this year: Ghost in the Shell, Atomic Blonde, Valerian, yeah. and the City of a Thousand Whatever, The Kingsman, Lego Batman. I haven't seen any of these. John, what what do you want to talk about? Well, I wanted to say. I'm sure you know this, but Blade of the Immortal is my favorite comic book movie of the year. I don't even know what that is. What is it? It's uh, it's about a. It's basically the movie that Logan could have been if yeah. uh, Logan started off that way. It's basically like the same kind of story, but it's based on a manga I've been reading since I was a teenager. So I know me and Rugs talked about it a little bit. It's directed by Takashi Miike, who did uh, Thirteen Assassins, Ichi the Killer. It's also his 100th film. So it's about a, a, an immortal samurai who has to. Uh, basically protect this young girl who's paying him, but it reminds him of his sister and he's got to kill all these. Uh, it just ends with fucking, you know, one on a hundred samurai. Oh shit. That's based on bloody, a manga. It's based on a manga. Yeah. So for me, um, you know, reading the manga and being obsessed with the artwork as a kid and seeing it on the big screen was like, this is probably the most accurate comic book movie I've ever seen. I, I think period. I, I mean, maybe the first Spider-Man movie was pretty close, but yeah. So that, that's my number one, but atomic blonde, I will say the story's a little eh, like hard to follow, Yeah. but the visuals in that movie, I'm telling you as an artist, you're just going to watch the movie. You're not even going to pay attention. The to The art like, direction is great. On. Also, I think Valerian yeah, just to, had some nice visuals. I didn't yeah, see that. It wasn't that. too bad. No. Uh, I haven't seen Kingsman either. I haven't seen the Kingsman. I haven't seen any of those other movies. I've seen everything but Kingsman. Mm. I think that the winner in this for movie-wise is Atomic Blonde. Uh, I, and um, Blade of the Immortal is probably right under that one. And uh, Ghost in the Shell, even though it got a lot of flack, I think it, w- it wasn't as terrible as people met, uh, oh, meant really? it to be. I'll have to check it out. Um, I mean, it wasn't good. Yeah. But it wasn't like <laughs> just steaming pile of dog shit either. It was just it did fail the comic. It did fail the actual story of Ghost in the Shell. Like, and that I can't really forgive it for that. But mm. I mean, if you're gonna watch it as a movie, it's it's our it's a little boring, actually. Uh, so before we look ahead to 2018, real quick, I, two questions I want to ask you guys before we wrap up 2017. Looking at these six movies, who do you think had the better year in terms of a Marvel or DC? Because you can kind of argue both ways. In fact, well, you could almost no, argue it's overwhelmingly Marvel. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. but DC it, had one hit. It was the big hit of the year, but it yes. also comes with political baggage. Mm. So if you took away that political baggage and the hype, I don't know if it would have fared as well um, yeah. as a movie. Yeah. So. That has to be, you have to be honest about this stuff. You can't just blow, that's what we do at this podcast that other podcasts don't do, is that we fucking say shit like like this. Like, yeah. let's be honest. There was not a political hype. A lot hype. of baggage, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. a lot of baggage. So mm. um, it made more money and it, it got more hype than it should have. So it, it is an important film, but I mean, it got blown out of proportion. <laughs> well, let's also. With Oscar talk. Not yeah. only that, but when you, when. Even though Imran repeatedly said on the show that they don't care if they don't make any money, uh, they do. And Justice League is supposed to be their Avengers, and it made the least amount of money of out of any other DC yep. films. So that already means Marvel wins. 
I mean, if you just take all of the box office put together, it, it, it definitely kills. Uh, well, even I mean, if you Spider Man's already killing what yeah. Wonder Woman made. Made so then you, then you throw oh, in that they point. have Spider Man back. Yes, we, it wasn't our favorite film, but it made a lot of money. They also just acquired Fox. Yeah, like look on. But I what mean, are we, what are we debating? Here? The one, no, my one, my one critique is Marvel gave us two space movies and three comedies. So I just feel like there wasn't the variety uh, this year. Yeah, uh, DC had one like had the film that's going to be remembered, and also yeah. a film that needed to be remembered and is now remembered for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, like a huge socially yeah. important thing. You know, even with all the hype and the and the, and the hyperbole, uh, and then maybe uh, DC won. Maybe DC. That's won the thing the is, I think by the time they got to Thor, like. Just the comedy of it kind of was wearing down people because we've seen you, it. I don't, I don't think you can justify saying they won when they lost money on, a, on Justice League. <laughs> uh, I think <yeah>. financially, <laughs> more of the, the the Marvel films did better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're more highly regarded. I mean, even though I don't like Guardians of the Galaxy at all, people like that movie. So it's like people like those movies. I mean, I think, but fan and response, all- this is the first year that DC finally, you know, got a lot of kudos that they've been looking for. I, I don't know how much that outweighs all the well, rest. One more of, point on yeah. that on this debate. <laughs> yeah, you can't say DC won when after they released their tentpole film, they're now trying to figure out how the fucking <laughs> do, franchise is going to move yeah. forward. How do we reset all this? What yeah, do we they're, make they're now next? they're thinking about resetting everything. <laughs> Look, they well, said the yeah. they won the year. They didn't win the they didn't win the war. They won, they the, won battle. the battle, not yeah. the war. And now the, I would they argue can, they didn't win shit. They, I yeah. just think that they got to the female-led superhero movie first. directed by a yeah. female they got first. There first. Yeah. That's they, a big they, get. They, they planted the hype flag there. They that won is big for them. Even though there was other movies where, like as I said, Aeon Flux by Karen Kusama. Is a you know is a movie that no one watched, no yeah. one gives a shit about, but it was the same exact pedigree. Yeah, but these guys went out there with the noise yeah. and with the with the uh, with the buzz and with the words, saying, "Look what we got!" And right. I got little we got girls. Wonder Woman. We got, <laughs> we got little Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Shit! If you would have told me, if you would have told me in the year two thousand that they were making an Flux movie or a Captain Universe movie or whatever right, that fucking right, yeah. or Captain Marvel, whatever. Yeah. In 20, like, yeah. I wouldn't give a fuck about a Captain Marvel movie. No, I want to see on Flux. Yeah. But yeah, so it was a big deal at the time. Interesting. Uh, the yeah. other question that I was pondering is, uh, is this the beginning of the end of cinematic universes outside of Marvel? Is the bubble going to burst next year? When we get to what's coming out next year, there's eight. Well, there were six this year. There's eight major ones. Now, think about like the, the dark universe that fucking died this year. Transformers fifth movie was did not even make enough any money like the Transformers usually do. A lot of franchises seem to have gone down. Marvel uh, still standing. Well, I think a lot of these um, sequel, like uh, uh, formulaic movies, that they're just kind of like pumping out. Like people are tired of those now. Yeah. Um. So they're getting taken to task. This is just not even just uh, uh, Transformers. This is like the the 50 shades of gray did shitty like all of these like sequels that no one cares about anymore that they're pumping out they got to stop doing this shit are we close to this bubble bursting do you guys feel it do you think so at all i actually do think not the bubble of like comic books but the the shared universe thing i think is is down like you can't just create shared universe just to create a shared universe there has to be uh i think the bubble is that part bubble is bursting and they're they're going to start Maybe not making better films, but they're going to start reevaluating that 
just to do a shared universe isn't going to work. Maybe make original things instead. I don't know if you'll get original mm. things. Melody, yeah. what do you think? I think uh, it's just going to be Marvel doing a cinematic universe. I think everyone else has tried and stumbled. Well, the Godzilla stuff is coming out. That's shared universe as well. Yeah, that's you know what? Okay. That's, that's a good point because that's quietly starting a shared universe. Um, but they're only going to three movies and then the rights go back to Toho. So I don't know mm. what the end game is. They just want to get Kong and Godzilla on screen. Well, again. it'll be a shared universe movie. It'll just be that. No, it'll, 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 yeah, that's, it'll just be those movies. And then they might just take Kong after the Godzilla rights go back to Toho. They'll just give Kong more movies. I don't know what they're doing, but yeah, it's a, it's, that's a good point. They to, should uh, just start inventing their own kaiju at that point. They could. They might as well. Mutos, more Mutos. <laughs> more Mutos. Yeah, yeah, I just think it's interesting. Like a lot of these articles have been coming out this week. Like you had Ridley Scott talking about the dangers of like giving these big budget movies to small time directors so they can't handle it. Jodie Foster's come out. She's like superhero movies are ruining the movie going experience. Uh, I just it's it's funny. You slowly get more and more of these these bigger stars. I don't know if they're just bitter or jealous or maybe they have a point. Uh, I think we could see more of these moving forward. In 2018, why? Here's the live action shit we're getting in 2018. February 16th, Black Panther, directed by Ryan Coogler. This movie has got everybody excited. I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. See, this is another one of those movies that's going to be the first comic book superhero movie, Blade, um, that (laughs) never came out. Yeah, Uh, It's going to be hyped that way, but it has a black director, so okay. Like a largely black cast, but that hasn't hasn't been done before. Yeah, I'll say the black cast, though. It makes it... Oh, yeah, okay, so, okay. Uh, And a very, you know, an amazing cast. Right. This is a big, uh, it's a big movie. I mean, they're making a statement here with this movie. This is... uh, Um, This is a very bold statement of a of a movie to make, and they're doing it with this character. It's very timely, so it's going to have implications. So it's going to be big. I think it's going to be huge. I think it's going to be huge. Uh, Scott Derrickson on Twitter, the guy who directed Doctor Strange, tweeted recently. You know, uh, Doctor Strange right now is the highest grossing Marvel origin solo movie. He goes, but I think that's going to change in the February. The only thing I don't like about this movie is that that they're doing that thing where they have. The bad guy that looks like the good guy. Yeah, he's got the gold suit yeah. uh, fighting the guy yeah. in the black that. and purple suits. Yeah, they always the do guy, that. It's like the first Iron Man started. Marvel's done that so many times now. Uh, yeah. Rumored runtime on this movie, two hours and 15 minutes. Okay. So nice. as long as possible. Yeah, nice, uh, nice chunk. That's a good runtime. Uh, I, I saw somewhere that he had started with a four-hour cut of this movie. And he's Whoa. got it down to two fifteen. Uh, then in April thirteenth, we will get New Mutants from Fox and director Josh Boone, the first of what he's calling horror X Men trilogies that are going to be tributes to different horror genres. Uh, the trailer looks great. I don't know. This movie will be interesting. Maybe like a sleeper kind of low profile hit, but uh, I think ex- it's going to shit the bed. You don't first. think it's going to do good at all? Yeah, nothing. Wow. I don't know if it's not gonna. It depends if that trailer, if the next trailer comes out and it looks legit, then yeah. maybe people will go see it. But from what, there's no hype for this movie at no, all. There's but no, but I know. love what body. Do you like the direction making these horror movies? Like I don't know what Josh Boone is. Yeah, uh, he's I'm kind of with you on that one. I'm. I don't have any expectations, and I'm not really excited for this movie. For oh, we're talking about New Mutants, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just. I never read the comic. Like, who the fuck ever read that comic? I, I, I read, read the New Mutants. I love I like the New it. Mutants. Yeah, yeah but it's actually like, almost as good as the X Men are better sometimes. Dude, it's fucking great. Yeah. This, yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, I mean, 
When, didn't that end like in the early nineties? Then it's got the coke sniffle. Is that Anthony? That's me, man. Stop I am doing so much like Trump at a, at a debate. <laughs> <laughs> like Trump at a press conference. <laughs> when I'm not talking, I'm sniffling. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's distracting. Send some rails over this way. I'll uh, shove some Vicks up my nose <laughs> and my asshole. <laughs> then in May, Wait, like, I don't get to talk about oh, new mutants. I just get of, to sniffle. Yeah, stop, <laughs> okay. Fuck? Anthony, stop sniffling. And are you excited for the new mutants at all? <laughs> no. But I am. I do appreciate that it looks like a fucking horror film, and it looks yeah. different. So I am not excited, but if you make me watch it, Imran, I'll watch it. You, I'm going to make you watch it, and they're, right, ba- they're basing this off a, a great run by Bill Sienkiewicz. I, I'm more interested in how that now that M- Marvel or uh, Disney may be right, you know, finalizing a what purchase happens? on this, how this kind of fits in with everything, but. I care about stuff that maybe like 1% of the population cares about. It's got a schedule date. I mean, it's being made. It's going to come out. So I'm interested to see. I was scrolling through pictures of girls on my phone and sniffling. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) That's a great mental image. Yeah. Uh, And then in May, uh, uh, you know, the most anticipated movie, 10 years. In the making, we're finally getting Avengers Infinity War, directed by the Russo ah! brothers. Yes, and I mean, this I, this thing is going to break all sorts of records. Do you agree or not, fellas? I hope it's good. Oh, If it's a fucking comedy fest, <laughs> I'm going to come in here like, oh Guns my blazing. God. Not with the Russo brothers. Yeah, they, no, uh, not with the Russo. They, they know yeah. they can handle they the balance. They do Marvel better than anyone, I think. Yeah. They, they, I, they I, think got we're, I think we're in now. for a fucking awesome unprecedented film. amount yeah. of uh heroes the biggest cast probably in any movie with uh, uh i can't i can't i can't i can't wait it's gonna break everything it's gonna break all records uh and then june gives us deadpool the sequel it doesn't have a title directed by david leach uh john wick fame should be cool yeah from fox also uh, we have cable and domino in this one i think this one's gonna not be good yeah this one will be interesting the action will be good yeah, yeah. I, I think it will have good like physical action, but will it be all right? Too much Ryan Reynolds? Can David Leach like rein him in, or is Ryan Reynolds just going to call cable? Shots? You got cable. You got cable. You got, you got Josh Brolin. We got Josh Pads. So Brolin back to back. He's going to be Thanos in May, and then Cable in June. This guy's going to be everywhere. That's not bad. Uh, then in July, we're getting Ant Man and the Wasp, the sequel to Ant Man, directed by Peyton Reed, who did the first Ant Man, and this is being touted as a Mar- Marvel's rom com. Which can't really, they can't really fuck this movie up. It's yeah. like no one cares about it that Ant Man that much. It's like whatever they do is going to be. Sure, do a rom com. Yeah. You haven't done one yet. Might as well. I'm Maybe excited. Gets the I'm, chicks in I the theaters. I, I'm. I like it. Um, yeah. I'm curious to see how they make an Ant Man and the Wasp film in between Avengers. Avengers like, what, and what, uh, what, why? Like what? <laughs> okay. So All that right. being the first movie after Infinity War is interesting, yeah. and and being a rom com is going to be completely different. You got Michelle Pfeiffer and uh, everyone returning. Yeah. Uh, so that should be interesting. Yeah. Uh, now in October. Uh, I'm super interested in this movie for all the wrong reasons. It's Venom by oh, Sony. I, I forgot that was coming out. Right? Director Ruben Fleischer, a Spider-Man spinoff character that's outside of any kind of Spider-Man universe. Uh, Sony's Marvel universe. I don't know, but you got Tom Hardy. It's a dark horse. You got Michelle Williams. You got yeah. Riz Ahmed. It is yeah. a dark horse. It could be amazing. It it's going to be, be a complete pile of shit. It's going to be R-rated for whatever that's worth. Uh, but you never know with fucking, this thing. Yeah, this could. And if this is good, they're going to do Silver and Black. They got a Mysterio movie planned. They got a Craven movie planned. By the way, uh, Rugboy uh, titled that 
movie a long ago. Yes, you Silver did. And we Black. went over that on the show. You were like, they should call it Silver and Black. And then they called it Silver and Black. Oh, yep. shit. Just saying. That was amazing. Uh, then, dude, there's still more. There's so many movies next year. In November... X-Men Dark Phoenix oh. from Fox with oh, Sansa, oh, Sansa Stark as Jean Sansa. Grey. Directed, Sansa Stark. <laughs> directing debut. <laughs> X-Men Dark Phoenix. Huh? <laughs> Why does he always go back to the Asian accent? It's, it's cause, easy. Yeah, because you're a big, you know, you're, you're a Japanophile. He's he likes doing, Japanese stuff. He's doing Chinese. Game of Thrones. And he's not doing that. Oh, he's doing the game. Littlefinger. Is that Littlefinger? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, directed by Simon Kinberg. His, his first movie he's directing, he's been producing these X-Men movies for Fox. Never directed one. And uh, Sophie Turner came out and said some shit about X-Men Dark Phoenix is going to revolutionize superhero movies. And I was oh, like, fuck fucking off. hold. Slow your roll there, Sansa. Yeah. They're all hyping this <laughs> They're all going to revolutionize I don't know what's gotten into me. Everything. Uh, oh, Sansa. Uh, and Sansa. then, wait, I'm not done. This is not a live action movie, but I'm super excited. I put it in here. December 14th gives us the animated Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse feature from Lord and Miller producing from Sony. We talked about that trailer. I think it looks sick. I can't wait for that. And then finally, December, Warner Brothers gives us the one DC film for the year, and that's Aquaman, but directed by James Wan. Uh, out of all of these guys, outside of Avengers Infinity War, what are you most excited for? Black, Black Panther. Panther. Oh, that was a pretty quick answer. Anthony. Hello. Anthony. Oh, I'm sorry. I was blowing my nose. What's out, of, out of all these movies. <laughs> oh, except, what are we on? Aquaman? Except, well, I said uh, Aquaman. Oh. <laughs> you missed I, I it. Missed, I missed everything. The question to you is out of all these movies outside of Avengers Infinity War, okay, what okay. are you most excited for? Most ex- besides Avengers Infinity War? You well, can't say Avengers Infinity Black, War. Black Panther. Uh, everyone said Black Panther. Um, but then, okay, let's eliminate Black Panther. I'll go with... Uh, I'll go Aquaman. Yeah, I was actually. Really? Um, wow. yeah, I, was, I just I want to see. Yeah. The, I mean, I kind of got an idea of what they're going to do with the Wonder Water stuff, but I want to see if they really can pull. But that he shit said off. that he's not doing the air bubble thing, so there there may be something else that they're uh, got up their sleeve to show us the underwater dialogue or underwater talking. Okay. But yeah, I'm kind of after Black Panther. I'm also I'm really excited to see this Aquaman because Momoa is fun as the part. Uh, one little news note. We talked about the shakeup at uh, Warner Brothers after Justice League's performance came out. They got rid of John Berg and they like demoted Jeff Johns sort of. Well, they've hired a new guy. Warner Brothers is promoting Walter Hamada Whoa. to oversee its comic book movies for DC film operations. Variety oh. has learned. He I will thought you s- said Toyo Harada. No, not Toyo Harada. Walter Hamada. He will serve as president of DC DC-based film production. In December, the studio decided to replace John Berg and Jeff Johns as the heads of the DC movies. Hamada previously served for a decade as production executive at New Line, a division mm-hmm. of Warner Brothers. There he helped shepherd such horror hits as It, The Gallows, and The Conjuring. So this guy is responsible for It and The Conjuring. So we're going to have scary DC. So maybe he's... And The Conjuring is... Lo- everyone loves The Conjuring in, in the horror genre. I heard it's very good. I have not seen it. It's all right. But this guy is going to be running DC films. Let's see if he can do. He can't do a worse job yeah. than fucking John Berg. And uh, surprising disappointment from Jeff Johns, who will probably still consult. Hmm. I didn't know they, they did that. Yeah, they, they got. So they got to do something. They got to do something. They got a new guy heading up. Uh, the thing, other films coming out next year. I'm just going to shout them out. Yell if you have any comments. Tomb Raider. 
I'll see it. Pacific Rim Uprising? I'll definitely see that. Yeah. Ready Player One is interesting. Will this oh, Spielberg guy see it? Well, this yeah. will this be a return to form for Spielberg? Because like might he, be a fucking shit show. He hasn't really it. made like a fucking uh, the the guy who it invented looks like CG vomited movies. everywhere. Yeah. But like whatever, like you know, I'm. I feel I'm like he curious. hasn't made like a hit like tentpole blockbuster fun movie in a long time. Yeah, Rampage based on the '80s uh, video yeah. game. I saw I saw the uh, design for the crocodile. The, yeah, the one that's supposed to be Godzilla. Yeah. And yeah, I kind of like yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, Anthony was like excited it. for the rock. I like so, it. I kind of like it. I would like it to have be more more anthropomorphically human, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we got uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. This is a fucking. I gotta see this to see how Dude, bad it this is. This is this is. I'm seeing articles are saying this is the first Star Wars movie that is not expected to be the biggest hit of the year. Like this may be too much too soon for the Star Wars. Uh, and so John Williams is going to do a score for Han Solo. I don't think it's going to save the movie. This is going to be a big shit show. I mean, I think that's why everyone's going to see, want to see what the fuck this movie is. And it's so soon. It's just a few months away. It's in May. Like it's just uh weird. Also the same month as Avengers infinity war. So that'll be right. interesting. Ugh. Yeah. At the end Nobody of the month, it's coming uh, we got the Jurassic world sequel. Nobody cares. Yeah. Alita battle angel. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, I'm not really, I don't know. Anthony, uh, James that, Cameron yeah, that, associated, he didn't direct it. It was Robert Rodriguez who Were you on the show? It, it was the article with the, girl, the the trailer with the girl with the big eyes. Oh, the, yeah, 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 The anime I, come yeah, to life. I definitely was on that show. Yes, you were. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, Fuck I'm excited for that. No, I don't know. Bellotti, you're excited for that one? No. No, okay. Not really. I thought you would be. I mean, like, it's like, okay, I'll, yeah. I'll go watch it. Uh, it looks yeah. like an interesting concept. Uh, and then we're also getting Mission Impossible 6. Uh, oh, God. Those movies, uh, they're, they're pretty good action they're movies. They're always good. They're pretty good yeah. action movies. Okay. And then, in August, Anthony, Shane Black's Predator. Oh, I'm, shit. I'm into that. Remember that? I, I like Remember that. Remember that? I'm, I'm a, a predator, predator guy. I'm a will, predator alien guy. Will it be a Christmas movie? Probably. Should Is it going to take place on Christmas? Should be. You guys are really excited for this movie. I like Shane Black and I like Predator. I miss the Predator. I'd like to see uh, if they can bring him back. I like Predator. I pre you predated. He's cool. Yeah, I you, I'll fuck her before you. I did. dated her before you did. I predated I wanna, her. I want to punish her. <laughs> I want to you punish her. <laughs> Punisher versus Predator. Oh pre shit. Oh shit. Why can't they make that movie? Punisher versus Predator. Pre Punisher <laughs> Punish versus Predator. Oh, yeah. this this is a great uh, mashup. Yeah. What would you rather do? <laughs> I'd rather punish her. I would predate her. Oh okay. Yes. I don't like sloppy seconds. That's why. Oh. And then in animation, we're going to get Gotham by Gaslight, uh, the incredible sequel by Brad Bird. Uh, Teen yeah. Titans go to the movies. They're making a Teen Titans go movie. No, no. Suicide Squad held to pay animated feature. Yeah. Uh, Marvel's doing the Secret Warriors where uh, Chloe Benet is playing uh, Quake. It's going to be straight to DVD. I got to see what it looks like. You got Miss America, Squirrel Girl, Inferno, Kamala Miss Khan. that Disney looking shit yeah. that they have on their t channel. Then fuck that. Spider Gwen is in this, but she's called Ghost Spider. And then there's like the death of Superman, Warner Brothers at the end. Well, why would your name be Spider Gwen? I, I guess Ghost Spider does make a little more, <laughs> more sense because doesn't Spider Gwen kind of give away who you are? It was it's a but marketing. Why would thing. someone even like? I'm going to fight Gwen. <laughs> Clearly, you're, you're, you know. you're a girl named Gwen who's a spider hero. Yeah, uh, Ghost Spider. You hear that they were going to change the name of uh, Miles Morales? What to what? Yeah, Spidey. Yeah, Ew. that's yeah. Spidey. Wait, oh, wait. How do you how would you spell it? S P Y and then dash D. Oh, that is not uh, or, that's fucking or stupid. Or arachnid. 
Oh God! Uh, just call him Spider Man. It's okay. We are, we know him as Spider Man. There could be two people with the name Spider Man. Arachnid. Spidey yeah. is not good. Don't do that. <laughs> That's horrible. I don't like it. Okay, rounding out the show, fellas. We got some feedback uh, from uh, uh, first starting with episode two hundred, the Last Jedi review. We got a comment from YouTube. You know what that means? Oh shit. It's hateful and racist. No, it's not. It's not. It's actually a a, a decent comment. Uh, Kane Kane Dano Glory, YouTube user, says, Prequels were way better than this trash. Yes, crappy CGI, terrible actors, but the stories were Star Wars and actually, get this, makes sense. So yeah, so I think you appreciated our the acting review. was fucking deplorable. The in those acting movies. was stiff and wooden, but they yes. were Lucas's stories, and so uh, kind of consistent and made sense. And then uh, off our Punisher review, episode two hundred and one, listener Michael Cherkowski commented, right. "Punish her." Is that is that Punish one of your boys, Bilotti? That's her. Bilotti's yeah, buddy, guy, right? Oh, yeah. you know, oh, Michael's your buddy. Yeah, yeah, you guys met him at G-Fest. He, he oh, has a Mohawk, right? Yeah, he rock Empire a Mohawk. robots. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, how's it going? Thanks for listening. Come on, Imran. I met the guy. I forget. I met a lot. Yes. I meet a lot of people. The worst. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I didn't know he listened to the show. Yeah, he well, comments a lot. Yeah, he does. Comments and lot, uh, yeah. he, he he's got good opinions, too. Yeah, here's, I like his shit. Here's his opinion on our Punisher review and about the Punisher on Netflix. He says, Disney needs to shit can whoever runs these shows. They follow some kind of arbitrary formula too rigidly, and the storytelling suffers. They can start by cutting the season episode orders down from a standard baker's dozen. Stranger Things runs at a lean, mean eight to nine episodes. Marvel doesn't need to cut it that close to the bone, but every show they've done so far could fare better if they ran no longer than 10 episodes. The Punish Her is also hobbled by the same thing that hobbled Luke Cage, an overly elaborate and drawn-out origin for the villain, one that doesn't even really pay off by the season's end. I do give the showrunners credit for finding a way to take the character who is a murderous vigilante in the comics and translate him into something a bit more palatable in today's political climate around gun violence. Good stuff. I agree with all of that. Yeah, we've been saying that shit about the Marvel shows Too that they long. should just cut them down and use the budget to make a bigger, bigger show. I, there's got to be a reason that they make everything 13. Like, there's got to be some kind of thing they can't change, some contractual fucking deal. Yeah. Because it doesn't make sense. Why? You, you feel them forcing themselves to pad the shit out. Yeah. When you don't need to. Also, did you see what Bernthal said to the alt-right fans of The Punisher? He just said, fuck them. Uh, so that was very <laughs> okay. He said, "Go fuck." Okay, <laughs> he said, "Fuck him." Go fuck him, uh, Bilotti. Where can the listener find you? Where's your shit at? Plug it. My website is robo7.com. It's r o b o the number seven dot com, and I'm also on Instagram as robo7, just the word robo7, and Facebook at robo7 the art of John Bilotti Jr. And thanks again for the second year in a row ranking a nice, the movies. You have like a very sexy voice, you know? That? <laughs> oh, shit. Really? Uh, that makes me feel really hot. I mean, yeah. thanks. <laughs> yeah. Geek boner. Uh, look, this, I think this may be like a new tradition. Every year we do the show, we can get you on it. This is the time we take a break. Now you got to watch all the movies, John. Now you got to watch all not. the movies. And Ruggs, this time you missed last year. This time you got to be on the ranking show. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. Where did, can the listener find you? Only one place you can find me. It's at Really Rug Boy on Twitter. One place and one place alone. He's not allowed anywhere else. Hey, yeah. listener, you can also catch me hosting a trivia podcast called Trivia Geeks Live. There's a new episode out. There's a lot of swearing and a lot of uh, insanity, and it's very funny. Go check that out. Link in the show notes. 
Subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating and reviewing and tell a friend. Spread the geekery. Grow the jock and nerd nation. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. I'll hear you next time. Get your hand off my penis. Get your hand off my penis. And you, sir, are you waiting to receive my limp penis? Gentlemen, this is the democracy manifest. My spider shits are tingling.